0: Be a rider, well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminished and the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed in the red room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know, the street nerd is got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, they miss to bull a Never have the guess when you're listening to Hillier. He gon' bring more no game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want.
1: Welcome to the Rant Room. Aw, uh, yeah. I'm in a good mood today. <laughs> good. I'm in a really good mood. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guess, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We'll keep it real. We'll keep it opinionated. we we'll keep it what? Say it with me, Linnell. 2016. You see, James, we are better than two hundred. Better than 100. Now, people always say, keep it 100, keep it 100.
2: We're, we're, we're <laughs> super high. We're super yeah. high. Like and also like better that? than 100, but I myself am super high right now. Are you now, super? high? have my God. <laughs> he had a whole bunch of I'm coffee and life and weed. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if I can get a little Diplo remix of that theme song. Really? Uh, yeah. Know, I so I that like, was bad. Huh? I feel like there's some uh, some twerk potential. Oh, shoot. oh wow! He took
3: it there. I'm, he took yeah. it there. You
2: know we're gonna put it on video for you though, right? Uh, I'm ready <laughs> Get them YouTube
1: hits going exactly. So Jan Ha You know how we do it on The Rant Room On the show we discuss entertainment TV, film, music, culture But our focus is always screenwriting Stories, craft You know what else James? What? Shit like that Ooh, That's how cool he, that's how he just yeah. let me know
2: that we I swear here
1: I told you. We he didn't go in S word. I, I, he's- I said the S word. Ooh, you in trouble. <laughs> right? No, they're like, they're like. we
2: know you like to swear. We like to come by. And I said, that's all I need to know. Okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> in, it's in the plug, bitch. It's in the plug.
1: <laughs> so, you know how we do doing on the Red Room. You guys hear my girl. That's my new sis over there. My cousin. You
3: mean I'm not Lisa Bullacodger? I'm
1: about to get into okay. that in a minute. Whoa. Okay. All right. I'll wait. <laughs> my girl, Linnell White, sitting in for us today. Lisa Bullacodger. Okay. How's she going to hurt her, ankle? On Saturday night, sci-fi night. Know, no, no, I think about? she
3: probably heard it before. Then it wasn't the Snowpiercer that did her <laughs> in. I
1: think it was. I think when she got
2: excited and fell off the chair. Can't, I mean, the apocalypse
3: is real. You can get excited about that. You
2: <laughs> mm-hmm, know. So mm-hmm.
3: sorry, Lisa. Hope you feel better. Okay, come back soon.
2: That sounds disingenuous. Did you hear that? Sorry. Well, I know. I hope you feel better. Come <laughs> back soon. Thing. Here's the thing with me and Lisa. <laughs> they got a little thing. We Hold have a bit. Go ahead, tell them.
3: We have a bit of a beef. It's professional. It's fine, but Lisa attacked me on Twitter. Attacked, attacked mm-hmm. me on Twitter about a certain movie coming out in May in the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. that involves two sides: Iron Man on one side, Captain America on another side.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: She's chosen the wrong side, mm-hmm. and so is on.
2: Okay, she went for Ant Man. Like, no.
3: You know what? She didn't even. She went for Black Panther, which mm-hmm. is fine, but he's not really a side. You know he's kind of doing his own. Yeah, he's thing. he's by a himself. cat. He's a he's cat. He's solo. He's rolling solo.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, why do you pick? Oh, okay.
2: So, Ooh. so she had a comment is what you're saying. <laughs> hmm? She misstepped and then she had a coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. hope she- you get better soon. <laughs> <laughs> sign, well better. sign your cast, Black Panther. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's Hilarious! So you gonna fit right in there? You gonna fit right okay, in? Good. This, okay, good. The, okay. The, 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 I just
2: want everyone in, sure. uh, listening to know that you guys have starbursts in mm-hmm. a bowl. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all I need in life: okay. starbursts in a bowl, <laughs> and the orange and yellow ones too. No one's here for the red. Oh, and good pink. because
3: I'm here for the pink. Yeah, everyone else. I like
2: the pink. So just I like the vanilla you hook, ones. You hook I mean up. the uh, the lime ones, the lemon ones. The, he's.
3: High. I'm
1: thinking about Twix, pink hearts, yellow moons. At a certain point,
2: lucky charm it. At a certain point, if you just hear me chewing and chowing. You know what's happening. True, that's true. That's, true. Not new.
3: that's not on the show. <clears throat> okay.
1: So check it out, y'all. Y'all know how we're doing in the rant room. So if you guys are grown, let's get it in. So you guys hear his voice, my man, my home team over here, Mr. James Larosa. You guys, writer, director, producer, creator of the hit show, the hit series. <laughs> I'm being too silly The hit series Hit the floor
2: on VH1, y'all What's up, James? Uh, not too much All those uh, writer, producer, director Oh, you exhausting. do all those <laughs> No, just hearing it just I know, but it's you it, eh, It's fine Hearing mm-hmm. it is exhausting But you do them now I do. I do it all. I'm gonna do mm-hmm. craft services soon. I'm gonna see if I can start dressing the actresses myself. Location scouting. You know right. what? I'm, well, I'm looking out your window and I'm like, mm, that would be good for a dance number. So okay, I'm, it I'm would
1: wouldn't it? it? Yeah. Hmm, I know. I'll I know. Be I best. know somebody. Dude, okay. Good. Exactly. <laughs> that would be funny.
2: It's a pleasure to be here. I well, feel like you. you're both messes, but in a good way. So I'm oh, ready to be a mess, a too. In a complete good way. Trust she, me. She just looked at me like, I hope you break out. Oh, she just angle. rolled
1: her eyes as you a didn't mess. Just, A mess. A wow. mess. That's a, a
2: d- positive mess. Okay, she's, good. She's, okay, good.
3: good. No, I'm good. <laughs> she a is good shanking mess. me under it's the okay. table. Because I do have a, a, a <laughs> bit of a beef with Lisa <laughs> Bolacaja. Yeah, I'm a, a mess.
2: But she started it. No, she deserved it. We've already established that. Yeah, I mean, she
3: came at me. Yeah, all right,
2: we'll move on, we'll
1: move on So welcome to the show James, we appreciate having you man So um, today I really want to get into, um, I want our audience to learn about your show, Hit the Floor But first I want to hear about your story, you know, how you got to this place To where you're the creator of a kick-ass show with Let's Just Be Real Mostly black characters. Right. They are mostly black right. characters on the stamps, pretty much. <laughs> it's at least 50-50 or some shit. Um, um, and, and you are
2: a white male. Don't give right? away my secret. Everybody oh. know that bitch? Oh, Everybody true. know? It's true. Not, I mean, I'm Italian, which is like yes. pretty much white. True, but, uh, true, you know. true. Y'all black. I mean. <laughs> Y'all close. It, we, okay, yes. that kinky-ass curly <laughs> hair. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. At least he has hair. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I, I may, my hair not be 100% straight, but, you know. <laughs> uh, along with everything else, but come on. It's exactly. true. Uh, my story. Oh, God. Uh, so, uh, yes. tell us. Where you come from
1: and how you got into the game? Let's go. From uh,
2: I'm from Boston. I grew up uh, in a working class part of Boston called Hyde Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was growing up, all like I was kind of I was one of those like good kids that was <laughs> like you know, Mama's nice boy, did everything, mm-hmm. but like kind of like down low, I was like. Just doing everything really? like super sneaky. I used to watch
1: soap. Dennis the Menace on the side. Well, you
2: know, <laughs> no, well, so my brother was actually Dennis the Menace. Like he would oh, like really? he'd be like stealing golf carts and driving up the street. And well, whatever, he's the <laughs>
3: distraction. He's,
2: he right. He the was the shield. Are consumed with mm-hmm. him. Right. So
3: you get to do your own thing.
2: And I got yeah. all the A's, but I right. also cheated um, eventually. Well, because I was I was this. I was very. Um, I, I was. It's going to start sounding like i'm bragging but eventually i'm not i was i was sometimes i'd be the smartest kid in my class okay and and i'd go to these you know schools and you know other whatever whatever and then eventually i went to a school called boston latin school which got the smartest kids of all the classes in one school and then i was no longer the smartest kid in the class and then the truth came out (laughs) and then i was like wait why am i mid to low what no so uh and then i also uh so rather than just go i'm gonna push myself even harder and i'm gonna that I'm gonna do, I just was like, where's where does the teacher keep the test the mm-hmm. night before? Mm-hmm. Where to like so I just got. And I would I had every handwriting. Uh, of all of the teachers and the guidance counselors and everything down, I'm saying this now because wow. I can't take away my high school yeah, diploma. Yeah, true, but I would—I hooked my ass off out of that school. I okay. was never there. So at one point, this girl was like, "James, I didn't know you even still went here. It had been like a <laughs> wow. year." Wow, wow, um, That's impressive. Okay. He out at the mall chilling Let's and stuff. Huh? <laughs> so this is what I would do instead of going and doing like real like stuff that any other kid would do. I would go home and I'd watch soap operas. Mm-hmm. You know, I would go home.
3: Because this is before the days of DVR, mm-hmm. right? This was oh, VCR wait. plus. Yeah. Yeah. You had to learn all the codes, <laughs> yeah.
2: and it still didn't work for so you. You couldn't just That's kids hilarious. out there. You
3: couldn't just hit a button and record your show whenever okay. you wanted. It, right. was, it was a little complicated. You needed more complicated.
2: to leave school. Yeah. And you had to be, be there, in front there to your
3: push, your push record, right? Unless yes. you knew how to record the VCR, like the timer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
2: did I knew how to do that. I knew how to do that. Please rewind in my story where I was saying I could figure nothing out at school, so I was figuring nothing out at home either. Uh, And so I would go home and I would watch soaps and even on soaps you would always find like these – I love like the little devious characters Mm -hmm. whether they were the the devious bitches or the devious Mm -hmm. like the guys who are just controlling the town. I ate that shit up.
3: So what was your soap? What was Uh,
2: Daytime – well, uh, my original original was uh, my mom when I was – I forget. It was like probably the early 80s. My mom would make popcorn and we'd watch – uh, it started with Dukes of Hazard, which isn't a right. soap, but that right. kept my brother right. interested. Roscoe Pico right. train. Right, okay. Exactly. Daisy Duke. Uh-huh. Then you're like, okay, I get it. Um, and then it became Dallas and then it became mm-hmm. Falcon Crest. So mm-hmm. those were mm-hmm. my first sort so of the you Started with the evening. He started yeah. with the evening where the bitches were the baddest. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. And I remember uh, the first, I, I really felt like my life had been transformed when I was watching, if I could stay up to Falcon Crest. And I, when I did, mm-hmm. I knew I was like in for it. And uh, there was one scene between Angela Channing, who was like the old lady who mm-hmm. ran the the, the, mm-hmm. the, the winery. Mm-hmm. That was you – know
3: Every show had a gimmick. Right. It was oil. Yes, it was, it was right. a which, winery. If yeah, I yeah. pitched that
2: today, yeah. it's no, a no, no, bunch no. of vineyards. It'd be like, no. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no. It's a white lady and she controls the grapes. Get the fuck out of <laughs> here. Um, but at the time, that was like the 80s, right? Yeah. They all had the collars popped and it was well,
3: It was it was shocking to have a female – You know, in charge of something Right, and And she was married to the president at
2: one point Which Mm -hmm. made her legit But so it was her, and then it was like the real, like um, The character that I liked And liked this type of character on the show Which is that sort of, that scheming bitch Who doesn't, who's always trying for the next thing And that Mm -hmm. was the Melissa character Played by Anna Alicia And, you know, Angela Channing had ruined her wedding And so Mm -hmm. Anna Alicia shows up with this wedding dress That she gave her for the event Mm -hmm. Like, you know, in some bitchy move And and she says to the woman, you know Thanks for the wedding dress, you bitch
3: (laughs) (laughs) And it was the first time...
2: (laughs) It was the first time I'd ever heard the word "bitch" on television, right. and it was like it was
3: rare back then too. I mean, they yeah. probably had a oh, they I probably could do one a season. Maybe I don't know what it. they,
2: but I remember if you've ever seen Requiem uh, F- Requiem Dream, Dream, Dream yeah. yes. where every time they would show like the drugs go in, where it was like the eyes dilated yes. and the like the blood cells went through, mm-hmm. and it was like the same, like that was me in that moment. Right. It was like oh, okay. "bitch," and I was like, oh, like it was like a hit, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, my brain yes. was rewired. Hilarious. So from that point on, I was like. like. Like there's a bitch in the scene and she's totally bitchy and there's yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yes. So how did you feel (laughs) about the? No. Thanks for coming, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you feel
1: about the reversal? Because I found an interesting thing where I liked like Jr. You know what I mean? Which was the reversal of that character, To an extent. Right,
3: yep.
2: the evil, the oh, rich... The manipulative the rich man. Yeah. Exactly, The, the exactly. patriarch,
3: yeah. yeah. No, no
2: he was great. I mean, listen, having a guy who had all the power wasn't such a reversal. He wasn't... Yeah, but I mean... but But on Dallas, as much as I liked... I liked him enough. He wasn't my favorite character, mm-hmm. but I like love Sue Ellen. Cause she was just oh, okay. right. every, right. every season she was a drunk at the sanitarium <laughs> and she's like, John Ross is mine. Like she was always, yeah. it was always the people who had to come up against him mm-hmm. who were the messes or like Priscilla Presley was on that show. Mm-hmm. And she was, and use messes. you as know what's funny is one. we
3: don't even remember who shot Jr. Because was like some, no, it was some a minor it was, character. Was, it was
2: Kristen. It was uh, Sue Ellen's uh, sister. Uh, yeah. They were it having an a, affair. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, End was of was the like next a, season, floating in the pool. Yeah, no one remembers. No one remembers. <laughs> I have a disease. For you. You, have a disease. Do you
3: do. You was writing that shit down, wasn't you? I mean, the world stopped that summer where it was like, JR got shot. Oh, yeah. It was Well, and he had
2: contract negotiations, so it was like, was he going to come back? I would not Uh, want to be the producer on that show. I was like, how do you not have a deal with that man? Stupid. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So every season, anyway, I won't go down there, but I will say that I, I, every season at the end of hit the floor. (laughs) You really never know what's going to happen to any of the characters. Mm -hmm. Probably for that reason, I'm afraid someone's going to pull a (laughs) Jr. and be like, I want the price of the show for my salary. Um, But then, when then just to go back to your question, which I'm never able to hold on to a subject and go back to it, so this is great. um, But my daytime. Soaps where I, with CBS. So I love okay. Guiding Light as okay. the world turns. And then by, but I knew with, I, because I was hooking so much, I knew it was on all the shows. So mm-hmm. I knew even ABC and NBC mm-hmm. shows that I didn't really. Like I kind of didn't give a shit about Days of Our Lives, but mm-hmm. I could tell you, okay, Marlene is <laughs> levitating this week. And you didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't
3: go for all oh, my children with Erica Kane. I mean, she was. I um, I was just, just about running, running <clears throat> through people, she was killing people. Yeah, that you day, know, wasn't there
2: was, there was. I, I, I think I, CBS was too hooked into me. Okay. I knew she was, you know, respect, mm-hmm. and yeah. obviously she was like the greatest. She kept getting sort of nominated year after and, year mm-hmm. for the daytime Emmy, and right. it just
3: almost became ridiculous that she was not winning. It was just mm-hmm. retarded,
2: right? Uh, and I, she, I she, yeah. I mean, it was there was something about I guess just the CBS vibe,
3: the tone of it. They were, the tone. It, it was of it. shot differently. It had a different look to it. All the CBS shows had a different look than right. the ABC shows. Yeah, and, and I don't. Yeah. I'm
2: trying to and trying to think about like what tone or what sort of vibe they had that was slightly different. I mean, they were very family oriented, but at the same time, um, yeah, I don't know why. I just yeah. that's just my mother. Yeah. I was in the womb, and my mother was watching CBS. <laughs> and I, think I, I think I just heard like Reva Shane's voice like in the in my mm-hmm. embryonic. Embratic fluid going I need to watch that show <laughs> And it happens um, And then it was 90210 And Melrose Place oh, And Savannah And Homefront And I just Any show where there was I just love ensemble I love shows with uh, Strong women Who are scrappy and, and everything I've ever written In my own career Has been strong women you Who are scrappy You write women well I I, I bet, I bet people thought Or interesting think women. You're a
1: woman Who's writing your show You know uh, what I mean? Maybe no, you know me I mean? In a right. sense of how well you write the women and the women are always driving – the driving force in the stories. Well, and you stores. know what's
2: interesting is – so I should go by the name Jamie instead of James. so I really oh, confuse yeah, people with yeah, 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 yeah. my family name. But um, the but, – but what I learned uh, in writing women is the guys have to be strong too or else your women are – are, right. are kind of – they come off actually as Less more sane. stupid. Yeah, yeah because yeah. If, if the guys – if you purposely go, all right, the women are going to be super strong and the guys are going to be sort of the attachés or whatever, you go, okay, well, she can boss around anybody. and mm-hmm. why, why is she with this guy? He's nobody. So you really actually – one of the tricks to writing strong women is to give them really strong – men you need
3: to play against to, to play right? against yeah.
2: exactly yeah. so um, but that was something i had to learn because in the beginning i might as well have been like writing like you know strada or whatever it's like nothing mm-hmm. but women characters and <laughs> and uh, and uh, and the guys are just like you know yeah. hitchhiking through yeah. it
1: or like your like your spring break shark attack, we we'll about. Are you about suggesting later. that the male female <laughs> dynamic? That... I, I'm just saying they the guys had six lines. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
2: uh, that that movie was awesome because I got to go to South Africa.
1: The story oh, that where you shot it. Sh-
2: oh yeah, you couldn't tell the uh, the mountains in quote unquote um, oh, Miami it was supposed
1: to be. in the background. Right, yeah,
2: um, yeah. Everyone's like, really? That's, that's so they were really be... in the water in South Africa with real freaking great white sharks. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you a story. Let's get Here to it. Go. So they, okay, so before we had even, oh God, I hope no one gets sued for this. <laughs> Particularly me. So allegedly, I'm going to do what Kathy Griffin yeah, does. Yeah, allegedly they, speaking, <laughs> this is allegedly what happened, I'm just saying, even though I was there and witnessed it. Um, but so, well the, well, the premise of the whole thing, how it all came yeah, together. Yeah, for, for the three people in the world who haven't seen the show. Which is shocking because that movie had over like 11 million that's viewers. That's it was crazy. like the number one or number two movie of the year. And like, mm-hmm. in you know, obviously Hit the Floor is, you know, collective is my biggest success, but mm-hmm. if my one bam of like mm-hmm. a bunch of like it was just you know big boobs and shark fins and 11 million <laughs> people watched. Um, but when I, I was working on a, 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 a mini series with one of the producers and I, I I got along really well with him and he was doing some of these disaster movies for CBS. They were doing its counter counter-program, programming counter programming for Desperate Housewives, which oh, was like yeah. killing it on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So he he said I have just, I have a new project I want you to do and it's a disaster picture and for me that's bucket list <laughs> he
3: said it like
2: picture he said it that this is like Frank Von Zernico I absolutely adore he's mm-hmm. done if you look him up on IMDB he probably has more credits than anyone else on the planet wow, it's just movie, like after it. movie after movie after movie mm-hmm. after movie these TV movies and uh, and he was doing like category five and on all these other mm-hmm. um, type of type of projects, and he was like, I want you to write a disaster picture for me, and I was like, ooh, I was all excited because I was like, you know, um, you know, earthquake and 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 towering inferno, mm-hmm. like the idea mm-hmm. of which is almost what I do on the show, It's just get a cast together and just like slowly kill them off one by one, <laughs> uh, and I love it, right? So uh, I was like, this is great. So I go into his office and I'm walking by the edit bays where they're doing. Um, I think it was Category Five, where you know a tornado had gone through Vegas, and there's like mm-hmm. brides being snatched, you know, out of like high rises <laughs> through the windows and sucked up into the air, and the, mm-hmm. and the effects were so great. And I go in there, and I'm like, I can't wait to find out what this is going to be. What's the? And he goes, What's my disaster? And he goes, Okay. And he's like, Ready? I'm like, Yeah. I'm like, it's the disaster, sharks. And I thought, It's not really a disaster <laughs> on spring break. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> but, oh, <my laughs> but I will say. Um, that's it, you know, high concept, though. It's, it's yeah. well, but that's how they were rolling them mm-hmm. out at the time. They're well, like, and, "We need, and, it's mm-hmm. back." And let's it's, let's this, set that. the year. I mean, what was this? Two thousand four. This was. We filmed this uh, at the very beginning of two thousand five. Yeah, okay. and it aired in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was. I mean, we went to South Africa to do it, which was amazing and mm-hmm. life changing for a whole bunch of different reasons. Um, and uh, and it was just a fun. You broke your virginity. I was I, like, uh. It was yeah, <laughs> right. Two thousand and five. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on my IMDb. <laughs> lost his virginity at <laughs> spring break shark attack <laughs> um, but anyway yeah so the the Yes, it was actually South Africa. Yes, in the news before we got there was some w- old woman who, you know, went for her morning swim every oh, no. morning in her, oh, little, no. in her little cap. Mm. And then one morning, all they could find was the little the cap. cap. Yeah. <laughs> and so we shot, at one point, we we're shooting open water, and they're like, oh, they'll be fine, they'll be fine. We have, like, you know, like deterrence and whatever. Deterrence. I'm
3: doing,
4: you <laughs> what can't see that? me what, in the
2: room. Yeah. I'm doing Where air quotes. Shark? Some little electric I've, seen current jo- I've seen all
3: the Jaws movies. They yeah. do yeah.
2: those. Those, shark, those uh, uh, shark pods are actually real. That's – which. I mean we did this sort of like crazy you know, mutant version of them. But like <laughs> these little devices that are like kind of can keep sharks away to a degree. Oh, sonar. Some Honestly, sort of. I was not the safety person on that movie. <laughs> all I saw – I was sitting in a boat watching them all jump in and I was like I Fingers crossed. better mm-hmm. you than me because yeah. I'm just like – no, mean, those, <laughs> those are some bold actors, though. You got to tip your yeah. cap to them. I would so. say they were bold actors. I would also say that I'm sure they took all the necessary precautions. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you know, I mean, information. Who knows who had what? But it was just it was a crazy day. I'm sure they were fine. Allegedly, I stayed in the boat mm-hmm. um, as we scattered like red dye in the water. Mm-hmm. I, I anyway, mm-hmm.
4: anyway. Mm-hmm. But that
2: was fun. We don't we don't throw our actors into open water and shark infested. No, no never. <laughs> No, Never. that doesn't happen. Never. So, so let's, we put them we put them at risk in so many other ways, but not that.
1: So, so let's go back. <laughs> so you were starting to tell us about high school and you know play milky. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. So uh, and then, but I was really super into TV, and then I went to Syracuse University, the Newhouse School, where I. Never was going to be a TV writer. My mom used to come up with story after story, and she was so quick. And I, and actually, to me, was a deterrent. I was like, I'll never be a writer Mm -hmm. because I can never do it as fast as she does. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was actually a PR major for a couple of years. And then I was, I stayed one summer and I worked in the internship office. And one of my jobs was checking in on interns, you know, in their different, wherever they were. And one of them was entertainment interns. So I would call people, you know, who had internships at different places in LA and I'd say, how's it going for you? Blah, blah, blah. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever. And uh, and people who I knew were like couldn't run around without like stabbing themselves like just accidentally for like they're in like L.A. going I'm having the best time I'm like mm-hmm. doing dry cleaning for like Leah Thompson it's the best and I was like this is I was like if they can go to L.A. and do it <laughs> so I immediately changed my major to writing got a degree in it and then drove out here across country uh, afterwards didn't know anybody wow yeah. um, and uh, and then got into a writers group. Um, And there was somebody who had worked at a company called Big Ticket Television, which was Mm -hmm. Mr. Spelling's company. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there was an open job for a writing assistant for this woman who I adore uh, named Margaret Oberman. Mm -hmm. Um, And she had written for Saturday Night Live. She was Eddie Murphy's writer, and Mm -hmm. she had just gotten a deal there. And our whole meeting was just... Laughter, and then afterwards she called me and she said, "I forgot to ask you, can you do assistant things?" <laughs> I was like, er, "That is her best." Sure, yes. sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and she's still around in mm-hmm. my life. I love her. Awesome, and she's still around in general too. Um, but anyway, <laughs> now so, she wants 10%. But, yeah, but she gave you a break. You <laughs> she, know? Yeah, I mean, she she did.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we need I'm, those. We need those
2: people, especially when you there. don't have. At the time, I didn't have a like a printer. You know what I mean? So it was like, I got the office where I could like stay late and write Mm -hmm. up my little scripts and, you know, try and break in. But I literally knew absolutely no one. And so Mm -hmm. she, Margaret does these, uh, courses that she teaches sometimes at UCLA where she has her famous friends come in and I'm Mm -hmm. sitting between like, you know, uh, 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 Catherine O'Hara and mm-hmm. like someone who won like 18 Emmys with, mm-hmm. you know uh, SCTV or whatever, and they're mm-hmm. all saying like how how they began, and they're like, well, you know, my cousin Dan Aykroyd and I, right. or yeah. well, right, right, right. As I did, and I'm just like, I don't know anybody. I, I didn't know yeah. anybody, mm-hmm. and actually struggled for years and years That's in this town. Mm-hmm. You'll hear, yeah, you'll hear struggle. Well, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard
3: town to make friends. I think.
2: Um, when you
3: just come from like you drove from New York, it's and you're, you're East Coast kind of guy. It's hard to just sort of get out here and then have like a network of friends.
2: Yeah, it's it's it was fortunately I found a job and the people that worked there were very cool and they were some of them were in similar situations. They were like assistants to other writers mm-hmm. or you know, whatever. But um, yeah, it really you know L. A. is the kind of place where people come and go. So there are people who really, really, really want to be writers and Mm -hmm. actors and directors Mm -hmm. or whatever. But it's like some people are just like, I give it a year. Mm -hmm. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'll give you a plane ticket because you're not going to get it done in a year. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to just hang on forever. Mm -hmm. So... And, and also, I think L.A. inspires people to kind of be bigger dicks necessarily than they would normally be. Wow. Totally and unnecessary. Those, right. Wow. And so yes. those are the people that you're like, oh, OK. Like, you're going to tell me about that really hot party you went to and that really hot member of Saved by the Bell mm-hmm. that you had sex with last night <laughs> and all, all this. Which one was it? No, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> it was I'm Dustin like, Diamond. you yeah, <laughs> um, well-endowed. I mean, I don't <laughs> know I couldn't tell here. you. I couldn't tell, I couldn't you. Couldn't tell you either. I don't, I'm not sure who actually would tell you <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> just some shame society out there mm. um, The mm-hmm. Dustin Diamond Shame Society Great, now I'm going to have a Twitter war with Dustin no, Diamond No, oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure he won't He has more people <laughs> no, to pick on He has half his cast who doesn't what want to work not, with him he ever What is he,
3: what is he just, I'm, uh, I'm curious now
1: like,
2: where is I he? know he was trying to do some more legitimate stuff I hate to say I think And not really know But I feel like he had to go to jail for something That's Oh true. wow I know he was on some rehab show or something. Some was he on
1: Celebrity Rehab? He was on one of those type
2: of shows. Mm. I don't know. I I actually kind of do know, but I'm gonna take this opportunity to starburst because I'm afraid about it on my say next. So I'm gonna chew into this microphone. It's so nasty. Sorry.
1: So you started working with Margaret. How long were you with her?
2: I was. I really am gonna chew and talk at the same time. Um, I was with Margaret for two years,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um, and then I left. Basically, in those two years, now you want the how. Pellet. We want the, like, how do you break him? How do you chew a Starbucks? Starbucks, <laughs> Starbucks. How ah, do you chew a Starbucks? <laughs> um, let me swallow this damn thing. Okay, look,
1: Starbucks, uh, we need some sponsorship because my man is just selling you big yeah. time. Okay,
3: <laughs> For free. Okay, right. look. Or at least sponsor hit the floor. Okay, look. Buy some ad space
2: on hit the floor. Yes. Thank you, good. That was some good delaying tactics. I'm mm-hmm. good now. I have an entire I'm <laughs> chewing the starburst whole my damn gut. starburst. is a bitch? <laughs> so, uh, but in that two years, I was doing nothing but sending out query letters to agents, going Why? while you were working there. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, and every yeah. So I was like, you know, I would I would go in studio system. I would see who rep the writers that I mm-hmm. liked and I watched, and I'd say, you rep blank? I am, I like their writing? I like their style. Here's, I'd love to send you a script XYZ. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you do that anymore. I don't know if you send query There's letters to There's a few agents. people I
3: know who still do it. It doesn't
2: work. Now you don't
3: respond at all to query mm-hmm. letters. Well,
2: but like, unless you really? get it. Uh, you know, remember in, um, what was it, Better Off Dead? Was it Better Off Dead or One Crazy Summer with a kid who was like, I want my $2. Like, he would follow them. <laughs> like, he like got, was supposed to get paid for the newspaper and didn't mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. I was like that kid. I was like, hi, I sent you a query letter two weeks ago. <laughs> I called them up like every two weeks. But, really? but I never I never bothered them necessarily they, they the assistant would always say mm-hmm. oh hey yeah no they just said they haven't had a chance to read yet but if you want to call back in a couple weeks that's like whoop you told me to call back in a couple mm-hmm. weeks that's my so that persistence. Yeah, yeah, well you yeah. have to be persistent but so i would have all these like letters and i would write the dates on them going i called them at this time this is what they oh, said right. i called them at this time this <laughs> is what they said and i save some of them because i have i some of them are like just like Covered in really? Dates and From times, the times you and called what in? they said. Then one of them, like a couple of them actually go on for over a year. Mm. Like rather than say – I mean, because agents we're, have to read a lot not of stuff. to read it. Or, yeah, Most I mean, of us
1: give up on yeah. once or
2: twice. Yeah. So, and I say because some of them are agents that still work, and they call me and say, "Hi, would you like to read my my client?" <laughs> and I was like, "You don't remember me, but, um, <laughs> but I don't do that. I don't do that. I, I was calling that. you for over a year. <laughs> yeah. I would never. You know, who, there's all sorts of reasons why that happens. But sure. Um, but actually, the how I got I got signed by a, uh, an agent's assistant who he became mm-hmm. an agent, and then I was his first. Sign and that was at UTA Was that because you were doing this this
1: process, or was somebody you yeah, met? Yeah, you know, or- I sent
2: a query letter to his boss. I'm pretty sure, and mm-hmm. then he got because he, the assistants always inter- mm-hmm. intercept, right. Right? right? And they all and all all the agents' assistants want to be agents. agents. Find right, so they so clients. they're cultivating a lot yeah. of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Again, this is in the '90s, so I don't even know. Now it's like you have to enter some crazy fucking writing competition, yeah. and then that's how you be on the blacklist or <laughs> right. whatever mm-hmm. it's called, no, or so, nothing. And,
3: and what were you writing at the time?
2: Uh, my specs were NYPD Blue was kind of my number one spec and because you had that was what you did. You didn't. I mean, do that was a hot had some that women time. on there. Yes, the, yeah. yeah. Oh, and but yeah. and it was all. Of course, I focused on the women. And then I did. Um, I remember I had like an ER, which focused on the women. I had mm-hmm. a party of five. I mean, those were at the time all you did was specs of shows that existed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but my NYPD Blue one was the one that got me the agent. It was the one that actually got me my first job, which was for. Uh, John August, um, love John. John August. Been trying to I get John, John on the John damn too. show John for August two years. Is a
3: good dude. <laughs> like he's, <laughs>
2: he's busy or something. You know, right. Really? He's but right. His 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 family <laughs> and his like writing and everything <laughs>
3: and creating apps like left yes, and right. So yes. Yeah. He's he's
2: Guys, he's a bit on so the forefront and was doing kind of the advice to writers and that whole thing before anyone was doing mm-hmm. it. Like right. why would you give a shit what's you know giving advice to someone else? Right. But he's just yeah. No, he's a great guy. He's been he's you know this was ninety nine. I want to say 99 or 2000 when... I mean, so he gave me my first writing job, which mm-hmm. I'm, I am I have to say I do take a little bit of pride and you want your first kind of writing job to be from somebody legit mm-hmm. and cool. Yes. And I love the fact that I can say that that was that. And he's been great to me ever since. Um, and so, but it was him and Dick Wolf and it was a show called DC, mm-hmm. which... Oh,
1: right. I remember that. Was it that DC? Or was it was DC. No, It
2: was called DC and it was a mid-season show for the WB, mm-hmm. okay. which dates me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, And it was both... Uh, it had a lot of cachet to it, as far as everyone involved, but mm-hmm. it was also just
3: because wasn't Sydney Poitier's daughter on the show, cast on the show, or I don't think
2: so. Okay, I, I feel like she wouldn't have hidden that detail if that was mm-hmm. her. No, it was Mark Paul Gosseler, <laughs> Justin Barrett, um, uh, Daniel Sinjata, um and then Kristanna Loken. It, it, it was it was a good, pretty cast. It was basically supposed to be like Felicity after college. Now mm-hmm. they're like you know interns in DC and mm-hmm. it had a good pedigree, all this kind of stuff. But it was just it, – it was writing-wise it, – it, the education came from the business part of it. It was just kind of um, uh to say nicely, I think there were people with conflicting ideas mm-hmm. at the very top mm-hmm. and it trickled down. And uh, so it just became really a, an exercise in almost what not to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And everyone was stuck in these positions that there was there – was, it was almost like powerless. It was mm-hmm. like, OK, well – There's all these different notes from all these different people. People are getting involved in ways they didn't have to. Mm -hmm. It suddenly became like kind of like this fire that was, you know, you had to put out. And by this point, John was gone. It was just. You know, yeah, one he, day, I, one day I came into the office and it was like, this is your new boss. And I was like, well, uh, okay." Uh,
3: John August speaks openly about how traumatic yes, that experience. Oh, was he does. He talks about it on, the, on his podcast. Oh, does he yeah. tell me what
2: he says? So I can get, okay, yeah. girl, Cause says, let me tell you, I am keeping a clamp because I'm like, let said, John tell his story. <laughs> he but says
3: he had a nervous breakdown because of the show.
2: It um, was, it was, um, it, it's, I feel really bad for him for that because if, you know, that his, that he would have a negative experience because he's a very very creative guy.
1: He's the nicest dude, I and know he's the nicest
2: could. dude, and he's never been anything but nice. But I, but you know, for me, I think the combination, and I'll go on record as saying this. Mm-hmm. Maybe he already did. And if John, you beat me to it, then goddamn it. I just think that having somebody who, like John, who is very. Um, Creative and very character. He thinks about character, mm-hmm. um, and, he, and he and the show was at heart a serialized show. And then you have a guy who's a, uh, like Dick Wolf, who's a, essentially a you know eight hundred pound gorilla. Oh, He's yeah. an alpha. Mm-hmm. All of his shows are are mm-hmm. very hard boiled and you know more procedural sure, than mm-hmm. it just wasn't a good mix.
3: And the procedural doesn't necessarily work on the WB. Mm-hmm. Although once John
2: was gone, they tried to make it that way. I remember pitching. This was my the best (laughs) the best story I have from that was okay. So they come in and they go, okay, so here's your new boss, Um, and we're like, what? Okay, but the but the writers didn't get replaced, which I was like, okay, that's interesting. That's unusual. I still have a job. That's Mm -hmm. great. And so we were like, well, who are we pitching to? Because we didn't really have someone specifically to pitch to and like oh you'll be pitching to Dick Dick Wolf, who was never around i'd never seen him once um, on the entire show we're months into it, and we're all going to pitch him stuff now there are people on the show who there's a different there's different types of People, I think Was there a room Or were you guys oh, It was just in It was. Separate- it was we, oh, we were all brought to him Okay uh, And so it was the writers And by the way The writers room Was like all babies Like the, the highest ranking writer Was a story editor Or executive what? story editor And then really? there was a bunch of us mm-hmm. Who were staff writers Okay Because John hired the people That he that he liked their writing the most And, mm-hmm. and, and what have you So uh, There were people Who were ready to like I'm going to dive into the fire And I'm going to get first In front of Dick Wolf And I'm going to give you What my story is going to be mm-hmm. And it's going to be And I'm like, I've never met this man. This is what I do. I sit back and I watch all of you like crash and burn and get stabbed and die. (laughs) I listen to what the man's Mm -hmm. reactions are and Mm -hmm. what his notes are. And then I step in because, you know, I wouldn't say that that might be the no guts, no glory approach, but it's all, or, you know, no guts approach. Mm -hmm. But everyone was getting slammed. They were like, it's a story about this. And here's what I would pitch. And he's like, no, next. La 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 la. Um, Yeah. What what else do you have? Everyone was just (laughs) crashing and burning, crashing and burning. And I'm paying attention to what this guy is saying, and this guy is not there for any character at all. Like it's just like shocking moment, shocking moment. Mm. And I had this really lovely euthanasia storyline with two of the characters, and the grandmother is ill, and one of the characters wants her to be, you know honor her wishes of being like you know put down that's not what you say about an adult but oh, as opposed to a dog but and the other and like the conflict or whatever and i could just see where it was all going and what mm. was working and so i was like so there's a gun and he's like uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> by the time i was done i think i was the only person that actually got their story through him and i was mm. like praise but anyway that's but that's not
1: here, right? so you kind of like in the moment reworked your approach. Right
2: as as any as any writer would and should, if Mm -hmm. you see someone going, I hate what you just said to me, Mm -hmm. then you go, okay, so mentally
3: rework, right? And
2: after you give every pitch, you go, chong chong, and then he's like, I (laughs) don't know why, but I love it. (laughs) But you know, I think they only aired a few episodes. I'm sure there were unaired episodes, and it was it was really though to me. It was you can still find it though.
1: The, the the show can, can you? you I don't
2: know I'm asking I, I have
1: no idea I haven't I seen
2: know. an episode of DC very good <laughs> That's the we, end of my sentence I guess
1: we haven't seen any green checks on that no I
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah that green envelope up never showed up <laughs> um, but you know it's it's every experience is a learning experience even if it is tr- tragic and traumatic but I mm-hmm. really you know learned certain things from doing that show okay. that I really do believe have informed how I do mine and it's kind of like the things that you don't want to do i mean some of it was like here's the things to avoid like you really at the end of the day you really want harmony at the top Mm -hmm. you really want and not just between people but the person itself who's running the show you want you want them to be supported you want them to be you want you know you want them to everyone is going to have a vision i don't think Mm -hmm. you can really find yourself in that position unless you have some kind of a vision so you Mm -hmm. have to get behind it Mm -hmm. and if you have an an issue with what that is rethink it before you even start because otherwise Mm -hmm. it's just going to be a trail of heinousness so um and and I think it also there was a lot of stuff about that show where a lot of us were kept in the dark, like showing up one day going, "Here's your new boss," and I'm right, knowing what the right. hell's going on. Mm-hmm. So I I'm very transparent with my cast and my crew, and you know I, I think it really helps people feel part of the process. I think it makes people feel respected and heard, and 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 give their best stuff. Well, you have, <clears throat> so I was I was telling James off air, off mic, whatever you want to call
1: it, earlier before we started that. Um, we How did sexy a, I was! <clears throat> there was a little right. bit of that.
3: Uh-huh. Um, then, I, then I opened the door and I walked in. And, you okay, in, and I interrupted in the middle him. of sorry, it all. Sorry. I mean, uh, now <laughs> we got to start time, all over next again. Time <laughs> next time I'll knock Next time I'll not. That was my fault. I didn't know.
2: It's that kind
1: of podcast. <laughs> I was telling them about. Um, we had a. Um, I was part of the committee that brought in um, the hit the floor panel, and we also screened season three, uh-huh. <laughs> the premiere of season three, um, the new episode. And I was telling James off mic <clears throat> about how um, I was so intrigued with the and I've seen at least 20 of the episodes and I've been tripping off on for some reason that episode clicked in for me. It was something of, you know. Sometimes you watch yeah. something with an audience and it just yeah you know the laughs yeah. or whatever. Just everything starts coming and it's I was a communal like, no
3: viewing experience. It's wow, elevate like, about it.
1: And people who know me know I write that freaking murder, death, kill stuff. And I was like, I would love to write on this show. It was Mm -hmm. something about that room that night. Right, of course we had some hecklers, but whatever. Um, they were the didn't best. we? We had they some weird he-
2: people were like heckling.
3: Really? Yeah, it was weird. And we had a couple. Like why of, yeah. would you come to the guild to heckle? <laughs> we,
2: were, we learned after the membership card revoked. Yes. What we learned after the fact was that what, there was two people that said something. One apparently comes to all these events mm-hmm. and says the same thing, and then so he's never coming back. But okay. I was like, okay, great that we could be the one to shut it down. <laughs> I love the way Taylor handled him. She was like, okay, Taylor. well that was weird. weird. And, then yes. she just moves on. Uh, and then the other one, as soon as the woman said she said something i forget what she said but then immediately she regretted it but yeah anyway
1: but you, you you did really well he was like uh okay anyway yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah do we have ghosts in here or something but um so where we're going with that was you were starting to talk about how on your show on hit the floor you are not afraid to involve the cast and crew and things here's an interesting thing they do when you guys are off mm-hmm. They are like emailing and tweeting mm. each other, and they have like a, a, a what do you call it? A text that goes to what, uh-huh. like a hundred and some people. We're, it's a mass text. A mass text. Well, there's
2: different kind. There's the dancers have their own group text. Okay. The cast has a text. The, the the dancers and the cast have a text. Everyone is. Uh, is um, umbilically that that's not the right word umbilically (laughs) connected um Uh it's it's uh it's a very tight-knit group i love that i have never heard that before i'm that bums me out because that's all i know and so Mm -hmm. i you know i've had who started it? how did it happen do you know it's i just
3: organically grew from people liking each other i think
2: I i think you know we all Really, really, really loved working on the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, when casting was very difficult in terms of really wanting to find people who could be the right person for the right thing, but also, I, I, as much as I love drama on TV, I don't love drama in my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, I love drama in your personal life. So if you're having, <laughs> if, if you're having some got, trouble, some tea, you know? then bring me some hagen dazs in the school. I'm about it. I heard that, but uh, but I'm very. Um, uh, what's the word? I'm very I, i'm i'm in tune to people's emotions, and if okay. people are and and if people are having a bad day or being mm-hmm. bullied or whatever, I mm-hmm. I can feel it mm. and I hate it. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I would cast, I would I would not only. Um, go, okay, who's the best for the job? Who could do the dance? Who can do the balling? Whatever, whatever. But I would also kind of just kind of catch their vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who do I want to be around all day? Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. And every single person I cast, I was like, they're just really cool and they, mm-hmm. I like their energy. And just by, by, as a byproduct, the people who I liked all their energy liked each other's energy, maybe for the same right, reason, right. which is like, you, just, you know when you find someone right. cool in LA, mm-hmm. you just kind of have to hang on to them because they're not all there. <laughs> like It's, not, not, it's yeah. not every corner is not like, hey, it's another yeah, fun person yeah. So, um, And then that just sort of kind of grew I also think that because I never went through the traditional room route Like I was a staff writer on DC mm-hmm. And then I couldn't get a staff job to save my life And eventually I was just writing my own pilots so how many years oh, yeah. did you
1: go before you, the sh- from, from the, the staff writer to so the time you got your show how Staff long...
2: writer was in, I want to say staff writer was in maybe 2000 mm-hmm. 19, 99 or 2000, 2000 probably Maybe. Anyway. Um and then I mean and hit the floor was two thousand and I think I sold Hit the Floor in two thousand and ten wow. maybe. So for ten and in that in the But you were doing the movies yeah, yeah, in, for in VH1 10 and for V H one and T V and stuff. Yeah, because I'm my father's son and I always have mm-hmm. to be working and I and I was never like, I'll just wait for my opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like I was I got into writing TV movies, I got to write into pilots, I was at M T V, VH one, CBS. Like I was mm-hmm. I was always fortunate enough. To never have to do anything else, but right, but I was, it, but it was one of those deals where it's like, okay, made my health insurance this year, right. great, right. and then you know, but I wasn't, right. and I always wanted a, a mentor. I always wanted, like, I just want to hook up with like, you know, Mark Cherry. I want him mm-hmm. to be my whatever, mm-hmm. or David E. Kelly, or whoever these people are. And I was just like, no, they no, nobody <laughs> hired me. <him." laughs> <laughs> David so, lives in Northern California, right? Uh. <laughs> but so, right, so I was like, you know what? I just wanted to. I knew that any show that I was going to write,
1: actually, he's here on the for, lot. By the way, who is? He's here on the lot, David. David, David Kelly, his character. David-
2: is he? Izzing. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Good to know. I only know because yeah. my although man, we are my doing this just interviewed for his new oh, show that's great. to are, be an EP on the show. So we yeah. are this is a Sunday, so I know his, his ass is at yo, home yo, Michelle Michael Pfeiffer. I know he's not here. <laughs> um, but uh, but I just knew that any show that I wanted to and there were definitely shows along the way that I would have like I would have loved to have written on. <laughs> like
3: Were so, you trying to get staffed? Were, was your agent sending you out? It was
2: you know, I had some I had some really fucked up agent scenarios. Oh, yeah. Boy. So, and he's been
1: signed with the biggest agencies too. I've that's I've had
2: a couple of I've had a couple of of uh, really, you know, large agencies. That when you sign with a large agency, it sure. is—it's a honeymoon. Mm-hmm. They love you, mm-hmm. and then you get the job right away for something, and then. Something happens, and you didn't get hired that year mm-hmm. for whatever reason. It starts to cool. You're always blah, blah, number blah. two.
1: I was at an agency,
2: a very large agency, mm-hmm. perhaps one, perhaps the biggest, or okay. Ha- anyway. Okay. Um, but there was an agency that I was at. I left UTA to go to this other agency, and everything was great until it wasn't. Hmm. And they never, they never actually told me they no longer represented me.
1: Hmm. How does
2: that exist? How does that make sense? I had a manager at the time Mm -hmm. that I had... stopped working with he was like beginning to direct he was mm-hmm. doing all this stuff and it didn't make sense that like right. you're a director mm-hmm. you know like this is so weird anyway great guy i'm yeah. still friends with it's all great my agent at this particular agency was like yeah i don't think we have the support that we need behind him and so you know can you tell him that we're not going to represent him anymore <laughs> and he's like i don't work for him anymore you tell him <laughs> wow. that was the last that conversation right. that was the last conversation they had right passive aggressive and, and, <laughs> that, and, that, and that particular agent that was enough for him. Like he didn't. He thought, oh well, he'll tell him. So I. And this is one of the biggest agencies in the world, mm-hmm. perhaps the biggest. Just not, mm-hmm. not professional. And it was, mm-hmm. well, it was. But that stuff happens, especially when you, when you're cold. You're cold, and you know people don't give a shit. Now the irony is, this was the same year that I did spring break shark attack which mm-hmm. and i did two other right, movies right. which was so, huge which, right but right. it was it was in tv movie it wasn't in series and the series person i guess wasn't getting a cut of it or yeah, whatever guess, it was whatever and, but
3: an agency doesn't want money but that's something to
1: sell I you know. on though I, isn't it? you know yeah. what
2: i i the sad thing is is i've never actually had the conversation with the agent or and the agent i don't know that was so in it alone because yeah, at one okay. point they're they're sort of Boss or whatever I had a meeting with them And they were like You know we really want to get The, the, the people you know re- Get excited about you again mm-hmm. Whatever whatever And I was like great And then three weeks later I sold a show to uh, ABC Family mm-hmm. And I was like How'd that work? Hello No one was calling me back So what? even that wow. was kind of a bullshit that's... Like we want to get them excited about you Great I sold the pilot mm-hmm. And then, they, no not even a call back wow. it, So bad taste Bad taste Yeah, bad yeah. Taste. yeah exactly um, And then they you know Whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> So
3: that, that, That's the case where It's, it's not you It's them mm-hmm. It's it, um, I think
2: well, in that case, bad Because you're doing everything behavior. a client is supposed to do. Yeah, and you know what? I think I, I do really think that there's ways to do business where if you are, for whatever reason, you know, either you're cold or you know the, your agents. Only have certain connections, and they've already gone to those connections for you. So there's really nothing for them to do. Or even if, like, you slept with one of their husbands. <laughs> I feel like there's still. Wow. It's just
1: say if, if, if for, for one of those reasons,
2: uh-huh. what did you those, do, Jane? Right, exactly. I wish. Yeah, sure. I wish I. I got the videotape. Broke a home before I left. I got left the videotape on you. <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I wrecked that a family before I left.
3: Now I see why your phone calls. Like
2: uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, no matter what happens, I think there's certainly. A Phone call to be made to say, Hey, this is what's going on, and and right. and it was so bizarre. And I, it's not that deep. I, and I don't no. even, yes. I don't even know if this person even a considers that as a foul, and B, I, I can't even imagine what his opinion is of me going into season three of a show. Oh, they, they see know, me. they know, certainly they know. when I deal with this agency, it's never mm-hmm. this agent.
1: Oh, really? But, uh, so, you never get there their scripts coming in from that person. I'm
2: sure I get their script. No. Yeah. I mean, but you know, the, but that's what agencies do too, mm-hmm. is they always go, well, we we're pretty mu- we're pretty sure he won't deal with this person. So let's have oh, this other yeah, agent I cover see. them and do whatever. I see. So, you know, Ugh. it's fine. But, but all that said, I would, I don't, to me it's juicy and it was really such a bummer at the time mm-hmm. but it's nothing that i to this day go oh you know i'll never work with that agency's mm-hmm. client i mean that's petty right, and dumb right. and you know i de- i definitely don't respect the person who did it and right. kind of a couple of the people that are around them but mm-hmm. It was, so, specific, so, uh, it was a problem with a specific
3: was a specific individual Not the entire I think it was a specific company.
2: individual Who maybe their boss thinks That they talked to me about it And said But I mean it was It was a bunch of unreturned calls It was just It was that sad situation yeah. Where it's like You We've know you all had it Your balls are in your glove mm-hmm. compartment Because you're like Well that I used to be a writer mm-hmm. um, But uh, that would be a good example, and if you have like a sound effect that's like James's advice. <laughs> um, oh, we'll put it in. Like an agent that that gets you, mm-hmm. you know? Because I don't know that that. Agent, what does that mean? I well, the, I don't know that that agent actually really ever got me. I think okay. he saw me as a a a sexy sell just because I was very you know I was younger mm-hmm. and I had people behind me and I had credits and all that stuff. So I think he thought, and I was his first client as well.
1: Oh, okay. That's I, I I
2: popped more agent chairs. <laughs> <laughs> at Los Angeles.
1: Because I was going to um, ask you, I not mean to interrupt you in that no, thought, sure? but I was going to ask you, like, how, because you went from a huge agency to another huge agency to another while you were still staff.
2: How did you, how were you able to manage those big agencies on that level? Um, it's, <laughs> I obviously didn't. <laughs> um, you know, I started off at UTA. And then, then I ended up going to this other agency. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when you're hot, you're hot. And mm-hmm. you know, when you don't get staffed right away for whatever reason, and you know, it's not that I didn't have meetings. There were meetings that I had, but it always seemed to come down to. And this is sort of funny uh, when people like some of the opportunities it came down to me and one other person and the, one other person may have been the diversity hire cuz mm-hmm. when you're when you're a staff writer sure especially when I was you know when I was a staff writer it was like early 2000s mid 2000s um it, the producers are all white so mm-hmm. they're not giving up their job. So whenever mm-hmm. they're like we need, you know, an African American or a mm-hmm. Latino or a, you know whatever it was, it was always like, well, let's do the staff writer. And mm-hmm. so it's the irony of having a show that is like has a kind of a great track record with sort of diversity. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that should kept me out of work for a little while. But <laughs> but to complain about it is like fuck you, right? Cuz mm-hmm. it's kind of like enjoy mm-hmm. yeah. Um that's enjoy the struggle that everyone else has to go through. Mm-hmm. Um but uh it's so I mean you just plug away. I mean, I really mm-hmm. I, I think I think the relationships that I had outside of the agencies were the most important because, um, as they say, they don't necessarily get you the jobs. They like do the deals. Sure. Um, and so the show had nothing to do with my agent at all at the time. And now I'm at a very small, very humble agency. Okay. I mean I say small and humble just compared to UTA mm-hmm. and all the right. other major ones. But, but when I say sign with an agent who gets you, um, my agent is somebody who is uh, a very cool guy. He, he understands my writing mm-hmm. in a way that my – Prior agents didn't. That's important. Um, and Number one, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, if you,
3: but it's hard to find that person.
2: Yeah. I mean. Oh well, it is hard to find because yeah. this guy wasn't my first agent. Like I mm-hmm. had to go through, and yeah. also there's the razzle dazzle of being at a giant place. Like if you go, oh, I'm with CAA or wherever mm-hmm. your agency mm-hmm. happens to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can be I like I used to
1: be one of the big ones. I never right, and then about, so you felt yeah. like
2: you could walk into a room and like swing a big dick and be like, I'm with this giant mm-hmm. agency, and then yeah, that giant agency has a bunch of other people at that right. giant he agency, just, and now you're swimming
3: in a large. Ocean, right? I know no, I who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And there's good parts of it because you're they they make grids in such a way yeah. that, and they are really is like as soon as there's the whisper of a job availability, they're mm-hmm. the first ones that know it. Which might not be the case with a smaller place, but the True. smaller place is it's really. It's more marathon than sprint. And mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're lucky to bust out on a sprint and get a good gig and just keep going, 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 well, then that agency is the place for you. But if you go, okay, there's going to be, as in life, times where – and who knows what would happen after Hit the Floor? Yeah. Who knows what would happen? Whatever. Sure. Um, and, it, and if Hit the Floor hadn't happened, I would still be with my agent. Like it's not mm-hmm. – it, it, it didn't matter. Yeah. So I would just say find somebody who – you know, they may not be at the biggest agency in the world, but that just means that they, they understand you and they're going to work for you even harder.
1: Well, let me ask you. So for just for the three people out there who don't know Hit the Floor, let's just tell the kids yeah. how this happened for you. Let's tell them what it's about. And how it got you on know. VH1.
2: Yeah, yeah. So Hit the Floor is essentially behind the scenes of professional basketball um, through, uh, and as a soap, it's through the eyes of the women, essentially. So the dance team. And so every week we have a big dance number and it's a soap, it's, it's. You know, all they're doing is basically sleeping with each other, trying to kill each other or trying to kill each other while they're sleeping with each other. And mm-hmm. But it's 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 um what how I would sell the show is I think people have a may have a particular uh, uh, assumption about the show when you see the ads or when you hear the premise. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's like jiggle TV. It's whatever, whatever. But people who watch know, you know, there's real scenes on there. There's mm-hmm. real character stuff. There's real actors. Um, I say it's empire on the basketball court, but that's, what it's, just, you, know, you know, I mean, it's, you know, or empires hit the floor Well, you and guys the music were first. industry. You guys were first, right? I mean, we were, we were first, but we'll okay. certainly share. My correction. We'll, we'll share the stage happily. I, I love the fact that um, that shows are just opening up. Yes. I just, I, I mean, I, I, as someone who grew up without, without gay people on TV, mm-hmm. without black people on TV, mm-hmm. The fact that you can now turn on, like pretty much any night, you can find something where someone is either gay or black or both. Yeah, as right. uh, in the case of at the That's floor. True. I mean, it's like I, it's like it just feels like like it's about fucking time. Did did you go ahead? Are you finished with that? Oh yeah. Well, so just how the show came about was, you know, I had I had all my years of sort of you know plugging along. I uh, one of the people that I worked with over that time was a woman named Maggie Molina, mm-hmm. and she worked um, uh, various kind of incarnations with MTV and VH1. Mm-hmm. At this point, she was a, um, she had a producing deal and, uh, they said to her, you know, we want like, we have the show called basketball wise, which is reality. Mm-hmm. And it was doing well for mm-hmm. us. And we have, you know, single ladies, which was scripted, which is doing well for us. Like maybe there's some kind of a, mm-hmm. what could we do in this world? And, hmm. and then Maggie called me up and she was like, it's a show, but a bunch of women. Of course I thought of you. And I was <laughs> like, I'm, I'm you know, call La Rosa. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had actually pitched the show, Maybe two weeks later, I was like, "Okay, there's this Elena character, there's this Asha character, and Derek, and whatever." Mm-hmm. And I pitched a show like a couple of weeks later on the phone, mm. and I, it, and I sold it over the phone, which uh, you know, and which sounds crazy. And I almost if if that had been my only pitch, how in long life, was the pitch? Do you mind me asking? Uh, how long was the pitch? I mean, it was 15 minutes, 20 minutes, wow. something like okay. that. I and, mean, it's as most... And it was are. over the phone. So you still as, did the full pitch? Thing. Oh, I did the full okay. pitch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, because, yeah. I mean, you had to set the world up and, you right. you know, right. here's the characters, here's the mm-hmm. themes and all that stuff. Um, it, was, it was
3: over the phone because you were... It was over elf- the
2: phone because I was feeling fat that day and I said, I'm <laughs> not leaving the house. Um, it was over the phone because all the people on the call were in different cities. I, see. I um, And so, like, Maggie was in, I want to say Atlanta, um, mm-hmm. and I don't know where Jeff Old, Jeff Old, who went on to e to do the same job but um but you know, for all the different times that you know, we're all writers. We know when you go into the mm-hmm. room and you're like, all those times you either get close or you have like the most amazing pitch with mm-hmm. all the puppets that go with it and all this other stuff. <laughs> and it's like you just have a series of them where you could literally write a hundred books about this fucking pitch and this other pitch <laughs> and whatever, whatever. By the time I was the age I was, and after my road, I was like, damn, motherfucking right, I sold the show over the phone, <laughs> and it's not weird <laughs> at all. I deserve it. <laughs> I sold it through a fortune cookie, goddamn okay. it. It's fine. Um, no. It was it, it was it was it uh, was very much in the VH1 wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. They okay. wanted it. They have an audience that they know is loyal to them, and they're loyal to that audience. Mm-hmm. And and you know the show is meant to be pop culture, sports, diverse. It's meant to be loud and have music involved, and it's meant to be juicy and all that stuff. Yeah. So and that's I mean VH1. We're we really were born of the spine of VH1. So the fact that they're supporting us so much now, I mean, there's billboards all over town, the buses Everywhere. and everything. It's just like. Thanks, Daddy. Yeah. Did you know that <clears throat> you wanted,
1: um, like, Asha and Kimberly Elise, Kimberly Elise's character to be uh, black? Uh,
2: in my mind, was, they were. Yeah, was, but, that, I mean, was
1: that in the script, or was that just... Or were you leaving it open to the best person that came in? I don't remember if that, that was happen? in
2: the script. I, in general, I like to leave it open to the best okay. um, actor. However, I knew I wanted a diverse cast. And I okay. knew that, you know, I'm at VH1. I know what the... I, 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 it's... There was... I wanted it to be a mixed group of people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if we happen to have some really fabulous black Olivia, well, then maybe Sloan would be white. Okay. Who knows? But, um, but Kimberly Elise was the first person that I cast, because like I said, you might have a pre, you know, uh, in- inclination of what you think the show is going to sure. be about. And I'm like, okay, but now I have Kimberly Elise mm-hmm. who has some gravitas, has some gravitas. <laughs> she's yeah, right, performance. Yeah. Ooh, yes. she, you know, she's a movie, you know, she's a movie actor mm-hmm. who knows how to, and I was like, and so now everyone I cast Everyone who every casting agent is gonna is going to send my way has to go toe to toe with Kimberly. Has mm-hmm. to measure up. So you know, certainly they'll still try up and your,
3: basically up your game, mm-hmm. up your game. And yeah. if you
2: have somebody who just was in you know a dance movie, mm-hmm. the third sequel of it, um, step you know, up eight, whatever it is, <laughs> the streets, right, whatever, are right, <laughs> electric boogaloo, 30, thirty-five, like um, shavado right. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's, and there there could be a fine actor in any of those. But, Phony movies. But, um, <laughs> but you just had to – anytime I cast someone, I go, can they do a scene with Kimberly? And now I can say that about all the actors. Yes. I'm like, if I have a scene where it's somebody who has to act opposite Logan Browning or they have to act opposite McKinley Freeman or they mm-hmm. have to act opposite Jody Lynn O'Keefe, I mm-hmm. go, measure up. I can't put someone in a, in a storyline with Kat Bayless who plays Kyle who has mm-hmm. no comedy timing. Mm-hmm. She can't mm-hmm. you know, create f- for you. So I need mm-hmm. to get people who I go – you know. so yes, there was a design in the amount of diversity. I, I like to keep – my options open um in terms of who those people are but they and, and they all kind of generally show themselves you know I mean, like when,
1: your alexis is the most beautiful black woman ever she looks like
2: vanessa williams at 20 i, <laughs> you know what I mean i have a, a card in my office um that uh that i, I said this thing and they wrote it down because mm-hmm. i thought because i'm as, as as liked as i am they also think i'm ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I said something like, "If I can give the world the Black Joan Collins, then my it. work will be done," right. or something oh, like because that. Because you watched nighttime soaps, yes. it brings it yes. all back. And you did. Circle. Yeah. Well, and, you and did. for me, I was like, we and as much as as much as I can love and enjoy those shows. Mm-hmm. I was not, you know, a British woman. I was not, you know, <laughs> wait minute, straight. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, well, maybe and and Dynasty end. did,
3: like, they brought Diane Carroll on yes, for, like, towards the latter sure. end of their run. But mm-hmm. it's right. just, like, too little, too late. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Her sp- God bless She had huge shoulder pads like everyone else. But, <laughs> no, but for I me, mean, again, it's just doing a contemporary mm-hmm. version, and that's fine, that, um, like, it was... There was a quote by uh, Harvey Farstein in mm. the celluloid closet where people were saying it's so wonderful that your work is so universal and that everyone can relate to it. And he's like, "Well, that's fine that that you can relate to it, mm-hmm. you know that, but but it's gay. Like mm-hmm. now you're in the position to have mm-hmm. to like apply it to your own life." Mm-hmm. Um, so, I love the fact that this is a show. you know, I was the only white kid in an all black class for a couple of years growing up. Mm-hmm. I was There was no gay characters on television for me mm-hmm. besides mm-hmm. like Steven or mm-hmm. you know whoever mm-hmm. else. Like I like the fact that this is a show where the most the smartest, most powerful people are black or gay or whatever, and mm-hmm. everyone else is like it's so great that we can you know it's this universal show. I'm like, yeah, but now they're the ones. Let 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 them sleep around with each other mm-hmm. and right. have the money right. and have and, the power right. twist. Now you can enjoy and it. And you don't hold back on the sex. I really I can't. You know what I mean? <laughs> and anyway. even
1: though it's VH one. You know, you make it look like at least it's implied they are really about to get in there. There is right this season you is know.
2: this season is quite you turned it up somewhere? there's there's an episode that <laughs> airs tomorrow night, which is there's the next couple are very intense. And that's episode, I'm gonna get episode letters. three. Episode three mm-hmm. airs, to, yeah. Episode three and okay. four. It's probably gonna be about two weeks for this upcoming. Yeah, out. yeah. Well, so looking back, you guys will know. <laughs> I didn't lie. I didn't lie. <laughs> um, you know, it's and uh, if and there's that's kind of one of the benefits of having a cast that's very close because mm-hmm. a they feel um, there's a comfort with each other mm-hmm. and b there's a really really healthy competition where okay. it's like. Like everyone wants to be that hot sex scene Because Mm -hmm. they know that we're going to have that shit Like Mm -hmm. the lighting is going to be amazing The set's going to be great Mm -hmm. The vibe is going to be great And they're like I want that Because that always blows Twitter up Mm -hmm. And they're like that's going to be mine And so we always have like really really hot scenes And everyone Okay let's just get it right Everybody's body is
1: redonkulous Everybody I've been looking at the girls going Damn I wish my body looked like
3: that (laughs) Where do you guys shoot the show?
2: We shoot at Paramount Great. And around L.A. We're mm-hmm. we're an L.A.-based show, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and it was important to us to film here. So we use a lot of, you know,
1: Could you guys, the, real places. They're mm-hmm.
2: supposed to be the devils. They're supposed yeah. to be like the Lakers, right? right? right. So it would be hard to, you know, really pull this one off in mm-hmm. Vancouver. Yeah. But... Right. Uh, yeah, and, and I like I remember the episode where we had our first sex scene between Jude and Zero. Mm-hmm. It was in the same episode where we had this crazy sex scene between Yelena and Terrence, mm-hmm. and they had to be the same. Like mm-hmm. They had to be. It wasn't going to be one of those like Melrose Place kisses where <laughs> where, where, where uh, Matt kind of moves in for the kiss, and then you go, c- as they embrace, you cut away. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I want the belt unbuckled. Yes. I want the shirt coming this way, that way. The lip bit, the all that bit bit shit. And, now, okay, so- and they do it, and, they, yes. and because it's real and they're all mm-hmm. trying to make so it So you
3: as the showrunner, do you how do you convey that to your directors like this is what I want in the scene? I want a belt unbuckled, I want the shirt thrown this way. Like do you literally have that conversation That's all during with your the directors? I think, like you know,
2: I, there isn't one director that comes on and hit the floor mm-hmm. that doesn't know what they're getting
4: <laughs> themselves for.
2: And, and I think the directors are also a bit competitive. Like mm-hmm. I think You know they're not coming on to a show on another network that might not lean into the sexuality Mm -hmm. as much as we do, and so now you know our directors are really quite fantastic. They're going to take the challenge and they're going to want to make it as 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 sexy as possible. And and I say sexy as opposed to sexual because there's plenty of opportunity where you can objectify an actor in a situation like that. There's plenty of opportunity where you can just throw two characters together Mm -hmm. and have it be real raunchy. But what we do is we never uh, we never. How do I put this? No one is really uh, objectified in this particular situation. Like if you watch the show closely, Mm -hmm. and now I can say this because we we can talk in blue. As he takes his shirt, as he takes his shirt off. Yeah, we can do this. (laughs) Hold on, it's getting really warm in here. Um, You, we have. You'll see scenes where, frankly, this even even I'll say figuratively, Mm -hmm. the guy will be going down, on the woman, not the other way around. Like, you mm, never yeah. see mm-hmm. Yelena lower out of frame mm-hmm. while she, you know, does whatever to mm-hmm. whatever. It's kind of like... It, they'll be on top of them or something. But, or, but it's kind of like, there's, we're not, particularly with our female characters, they're not there for your titillation and amusement yeah, and enjoyment, yeah. right. you know? It's, yeah, it, but it's an all, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, an equal opportunity mm-hmm. uh, show, but I think because we're not gross... Frankly, mm-hmm. I, for lack of a better mm-hmm. word. And, you know, and also these relationships are built up. It's not like you have two people that just go, oh, we're so attracted to each other and now mm-hmm. we're going to have sex right, and it's going right. to be super crazy in 20 minutes of all this like camera grazing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like there's always something to it that makes you um Get into it And then there's always A scene afterwards Where I mean We had We have a show With like really crazy sex and we also have a show With you know Yelena having this big beatdown With her mother About mm-hmm, like all that mm-hmm. Like, And we like Cat to do, fights, mm-hmm. it's like, Big
1: dance moves Yeah 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 <laughs> It's crazy it's,
2: it's so You know If we were just You know Going there I think that's one thing But I mean really I have no attention So I have to make sure Things are really oh, grabby
1: want, Since we're talking about Hit the floor I want to talk about Two important elements Of the show That I love Number one Is that you have mostly female directors. Am I correct?
2: Yep. First season, we had nothing but mostly female, female directors. directors. As
1: another female director, and she's That's a great. beast of a director. Oh, her. thank you. Um, the other thing is um, the dancing. Mm-hmm. Here's one thing I love about your show. Now, I'm a former dancer. One of the things I love about your show... Which you'll
2: demonstrate, I'm sure, at some oh, point. Oh, yes. Uh-huh.
1: I've been on tour with a lot of people. <clears throat> one of the things I love about your show, because I'm one of those dudes... You guys all know being filmmakers. You get spotted a mile right, away. That ain't even right. her doing the spins. That
3: ain't her you know what I <laughs> mean?
2: It's the, all here the, close yeah, and yeah.
1: then it pulls back and you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, yeah. that ain't that bitch. Oh no, your show that I've seen. You can't tell. Those are them bitches yeah. dancing. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what yeah. I mean? We had we I love that. It's when and that made the audition process really time oh, consuming. Yeah. Every single person who plays basketball or or, or dances on the show does mm-hmm. their own and actually that almost the only time we ever had a double was for a couple of hours because Kat had hurt her neck at some point, and so we didn't use her for like wide shots or something. Which actually, no, I don't even sense. know mm-hmm. how many of those yeah. scenes we actually shot. And then we were prepared to, uh, and we had an actual double on standby for uh, Valerie Ortiz, mm-hmm. who Raquel is back on The Devil Girls this mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. and she didn't even need it. She like didn't it. need her. Mm-hmm. We had mm-hmm. her like nearby, dressed the same and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the girl was like, put me in coach. But we're like, <laughs> no. Valerie's good. <laughs> yeah. So anytime you see, you know, um, and it really allows us to shoot the hell out of those yes. dances. Right. Like when you see Taylor Page. Flip, flip, land sideways, whatever, whatever. We don't have to do like some weird camera mm-hmm. trickery to be like. And now she t- like mm-hmm. what's like. And gold- then she comes up right, like <laughs> right, like right, right, like, right, like right, Golden right, Girls, right, where they right, had like right. Betty White doing his old crazy dancing, and then you cut down, and she just like ta-da at the right, very end, and you yeah. you could tell it was like a twenty-nine year old mm-hmm. woman she the whole time. Right?
3: Yeah. So you have one choreographer. Multiple? We have
2: we have a uh, one main choreographer, mm-hmm. um, and his name is Michael Rooney, and then we have Danny Vae, who is his uh, his assistant choreographer, mm-hmm. um, and they are. It's a lot um, of work It's yeah, a lot of work Oh, it's, they be dancing too Yeah, it's yeah. funny when I get I definitely have people who are like I'd love to choreograph for your show And I'm like eh, the, he, First of all One's, one's enough Because Michael's yes. amazing And mm-hmm. also You know The the dancers are like A secondary cast on the show mm-hmm. You know, we have Our main cast of, of 13 mm-hmm. 13 series regulars I don't know how cast. I manage that But yeah. um, And then we have 11 dancers Normally You know, we have 14 dancers But 11 Three of are those are the main cast So and they're, and they're, they're always owned. in the background in the shots, we just like the basketball them. guys. Too, yeah, right? yeah. I always use them. Mm-hmm. I always, I always give the, uh, each dancer a line every yeah. season, just so they like oh, kind good. of feel like part they of. it get as bumped. well. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and so, because it's a lot of hard work, they're in it. They're, they're. Uh, it's the vibe of family vibe in that group and michael is so creative i mean mm-hmm. he did like the bjork it's so oh, so quiet mm-hmm. he did praise you that video mm-hmm. he's very well known and very well respected the fact that he can he tells stories with the dance and the fact that he brings that and you know and and we're the dancers were very um you know we've we've had a couple of tough hits on the on the show personally mm-hmm. um did you lost one of the dancers right we mm-hmm. did yeah we did um and uh and that's when I saw everyone really come together. Mm. Um, and so you just the girls are—they so trust each other, mm. and they so love working with each other. And mm-hmm. they have this like weird psychic language when, like, like Michael will be like, "Okay, now Tiffany, I need a little bit of." Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ah, ah. And then she goes, "Okay, got it." And then she'll do, she lip, does, then they're mm. whatever that mm is like a six count, and then flip and whatever. But it's usually, but it's like it was like so intricate. I was mm-hmm. like, "How did you get like from mmm like so somehow that, now you know yeah. to turn, mm-hmm. pivot, flip, and do this?" I was mm-hmm. like, "That was just something mm for you, okay?" <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like one big brain that thinks and mm-hmm. it, it works. And, for us. and when you
3: write the scripts, are you writing? I mean, you obviously don't write the dance number. You just say, you just say, insert dance number here, or how does your, your choreographer know? I would how, love it if how, I put
2: that in a script. Insert dance number here. Bye, bitches. Let me know how that goes. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you,
3: some, you, are you writing more to it to sort of it, put, lay well, things out for yeah, the, the yeah, Because yours moves story. Yeah.
2: It's actually it's, – it's not far from insert dance number here, but it's not quite that. Basically, we make sure um, – and in season three, it's very, very um, tightly kind of sewn together – uh, that the dance is has something really, really specific to do with the storyline. Mm-hmm. So, I'll when I when I when we write it, we'll have you know this. We'll have the dance in the script, what have you. But we'll if there might be like a looks between certain characters mm-hmm. that we put in the script. There might be um, a moment where they're kind of in weird competition or with someone's like hawking the other, and the mm-hmm. other one doesn't know it. Like so, those sort of things will write into the mm-hmm. script and into the. Um, and, and Michael will know to put that in the choreography. Like we had a, we had a dance. Um, in season two, that was um, my, like my radar was the song, and it was basically Asha. Like she was sk- scheming behind the scenes, and mm-hmm. she was just giving nothing but side eye, shade everything to Elena in this dance. And so that was definitely in the script. Mm-hmm. And it, but but <coughs> Michael was able to take it, and all these things were like Taylor is giving Logan so much mm-hmm. funk. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. So yeah, that's it's it's it's. I mean, I would never go. And then she pirouettes right, and goes upside right, down. But, right, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. but that's how I approach the show in general. I feel like everyone who is a department head, everyone who brings their own thing, you kind of have to go. Here's the vibe. Here's what mm-hmm. I want. But you're. I, I don't. I don't do your job, and I don't pretend to. So that's bring good. me what you can do. And if you have someone like Michael Rooney, you know that person. I mean, he's just yeah. insane. Right. He's a let beast. Me, let me
1: ask you in regard to that. We're talking about the dancing and the direction and whatnot. How, how far in it? So.
2: How many days do you guys shoot, first of all, for, uh, an episode? We, sh- we block shoot, so we do two episodes in 13 days, wow. which is
4: rough. Wow. Yeah. That is ridiculous. We, it's,
2: it's, yeah. Wow. We okay. Are, yeah. We, you'd never know it on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pouring water. I don't know if the microphone's <laughs> hearing that. <Matt. laughs>
4: well, let's explain block
3: shoot for maybe some while he's getting his water ready for people that might not know that basically you're taking two episodes and you're shooting them at the same time. And you might shoot a scene that's in episode two mm-hmm. or episode two on Monday, and also that after lunch you're shooting a scene that's from episode. In the two same on, location. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, mm-hmm. And yeah. And it, it helps to. It's, a,
3: it's a, like it's a big puzzle.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like Your line producer. has to be are, on it. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, absolutely, exactly. Our uh, Mel- Maria Melagrande, our line producer, and our ads are for sure like these like military tacticians. Mm-hmm. You know, we know we're on VH1. Our our budget is definitely um, comparable, but it's sure. we have. You know, we know what other show has like. But you guys look like dancers. you have
1: a big budget, though. Well, that's what's important, and that's
2: why. I mean, I think yes. cross boarding, mm-hmm. uh, uh, block block shooting. That's it helps that for a couple of reasons. One, you get more bang for your buck on screen, mm-hmm. um, and also everything is written in advance, and it keeps the. It, for me, it keeps the story tighter. Okay. Like we don't have any fat that you then like. Because you're basically going, okay, I know that come episode 10, this scene in episode 3 is pointless. Why do we even need this scene? Mm -hmm. It doesn't set anything up. It doesn't pay anything off. It's fun, but off it goes. So Mm -hmm. that's I think, helps the show um, keep up its pace, which is pretty intense. So uh, so
1: you guys block two a week, right? Okay, Two two and 13 days. Two and 13 days. I'm sorry. 13 days. Now, so – how long do the dancers have to learn the routine? Could you guys do at least one or two numbers?
2: How many? How many numbers do you? We guys do, do one an episode. Okay. Uh, uh, one big one, and then one we might big have one big one. You have like rehearsals s- things and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, little snatches of that in mm-hmm. the episode, um, but they have it's. You know, they're 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 their own sort of mini schedule throughout the season. So Michael. Has his time to choreograph it. Then he has a skeleton crew of about four dancers who Mm. kind of do the kind of um, the big stunts and how do you how do you say well or or just kind of uh, who. Who he's able to sort of see what the whole dance will look like with okay. just four people, and he'll imagine mm-hmm. where those other people mm-hmm. are. What? But it's good for him to see these, you know, four people. Then he'll bring in the other dancers, and then finally he brings in our leads. So our leads okay. actually have the least amount of time with the dance, um, and are kind of called on more to pick up those steps faster. Um, which is why it's good that we don't have doubles because right. why we why those girls are doing right. their own right. stuff because mm-hmm. you know it's there's no time right. Well, honestly, there is there is no time. It mm.
3: would add to your day also to okay, take out the actress, put in the, the oh, double. Yeah. I mean, that if you're doing block shooting, also, that just makes your day so much longer. Yes, yeah. and
2: it also is a drag when you have a good shot and you're like, who's that blonde girl? Because that's not Mm-hmm. That's not Kyle I can't use that shot In some shows would But I Yes I'm no a bitch, I'm a bitch here. in the editing room In the editing room I'm like I saw a half wisp of hair That's not that same color long Lose that shot My editors Love me
1: And talking about dancing Your cast I remember when, At the event the other night They were talking about how When they know that it's time for the dance, everybody comes to... If they're not on that day, they show up at the set to watch. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I love that. It's Well,
2: there's something very, very unique and specific that uh, happens on dance days. They they will do the dance multiple times. The music, in order for them to really feel it, we blast the shit out of that music. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the arena, it's boom, boom. It's massive. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they really are superstars that day. Mm -hmm. They are... Uh, they are athletes. They are so crazy fierce. They're done up, you know, mm-hmm. snatched mm-hmm. for the gods with the hair and the. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just. It's like watching fourteen Amazons go 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 go, <laughs> and it's really in in the between their attitudes and the choreography. It's just it's everybody really just feels like they. Is that you or me, James? James, sorry, this is uh, my drug dealer. Oops. No, no, oh gosh, I'm being recorded. Um, but everyone shows up because the feeling on set is so like there's just an energy Mm -hmm. there's just and and when you're watching and and that was so true from the very first day when we filmed that who run the world number Mm -hmm. in the pilot Mm -hmm. it was just like it was attracting people people Mm -hmm. were coming Mm -hmm. over people who and you know when you work on a show and you're jaded and you're going oh my lunch is over i'm gonna go whatever people just stayed and now it's like and because the the dancers are such an such an integral part of the show kind of behind the scenes Mm -hmm. it's just a support thing definitely as well
3: well i distinctly remember the pilot because I, you know, I was like, oh, VH1's doing a show. Oh, there's basketball. Oh, there's dancing. But then I saw, oh wait, Dean Kane is mm-hmm. in this show. Oh, wow, let's get so to it. Let's get to I it. I am watching the program. <laughs> I picked the wrong
2: time to pour water.
3: Did we have a crush on Dean Cain? Oh yeah. Ever since Lois and Clark, the New Avengers, Superman. I love <laughs> Dean Kane. and I feel like he's someone who should work more. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, he said he had a stint where he wasn't getting jobs, and that. it's like. Oh, he's on hit the floor. I'm 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 in. I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It
2: was when he I remember when he came in to come and uh meet and talk about Pete <clears throat> and I had only seen him clean shaven mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. generally how he works, but mm-hmm. he came in that day for whatever reason he had like his scruff going mm-hmm. on and I was like, that's Pete right there. Like, right, it's right, it's like right. he's kind of like yeah. that. You know, fried by life mm-hmm. kind of guy. Uh, Dean is very charismatic. Um, I only learned after I cast him that my childhood friend, since I was four, she never, she wasn't like the typical girl. She had like, she was, she, her room was like, I don't know. She doesn't have like that sort of pop culture stuff anywhere. Mm-hmm. She's like, don't you remember? I had a poster of Dean Cain in my room. It was the only thing the I only had. Thing. <laughs> so she was very excited when she got that happy birthday. Yeah. from here. Dean Cain. That's I here. snuck on
3: the Warner Bros. lot. When so let's tell the shooting. kid. When, let's when, tell the story. When he was shooting, when he was shooting Lois and Clark. I went and bought a like just a Warner Brothers sweatshirt, like just that just said WB. She wasn't even living here at the time. No, she no, just, no, I wasn't. I was, town, I was like look. in town, like visiting or whatever, just like seeing Hollywood and being so amazed. Like, oh, maybe one day. <laughs> and um, I just kind of sweet talked the security guard, like I was a PA or something. Really? He's like, oh, well, you got the sweatshirt on, so go ahead in. And so I just snuck onto the lot. <laughs> And he was out there shooting, and really, I, yeah, you got to watch. I, I got to watch, and then afterwards, I went up to him and asked for a photo, and he really, oh, was, yeah, he was, he, nice. <laughs> no, he was super nice. he punched you, and she
2: went yeah. flying, Because <laughs> <Right.
3: laughs> he was Superman. I mean, he was in the costume and everything. Mm-hmm. So, really? what you was, went up to
2: him while he was in the costume. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the only one though. That's <laughs> like some cosplay I, I yeah. oh. thing. I
3: wasn't the only one though. There was like there were a couple little groupies hanging mm-hmm. around, just like. oh you know.
2: So, let, so there's the lesson there. If you go to a lot and you put on the sweatshirt, right. you'll get in anywhere. Yeah, good. All right. So yeah. let's let that's now this a how. Well, this was 1996. This, <laughs> this is before we were bombed, and everyone yes. was like, "Show you me your ID and you a ID vial of blood." This, the, right. Yeah,
3: I was so amazed at this little security guard at the mm. WB gate who was just like, "Oh no, you're wearing the
1: sweatshirt." It's like here at the lot oh, you we work got all here. this security stuff we have to do to even get you guys. <laughs> it's ridiculous.
2: Right. I had to like okay. fight my way through fences Did and dogs. Uh, well, You're like, you don't know who I am, yeah. How dare you? Dean brings that out in people. I will mm-hmm. say that. He's sweet, he's totally sweet. He's a very, uh, he's he's a very fun guy. He's a fun guy to have around, and I think, um, and I say about him and I say about Kimberly Elise, and I like their uh, relationship. I like, I like, you know?
3: them, like seeing them together. I was mm-hmm.
2: like, whoa, okay, there's Let's go. There, I think I was very fortunate to because Kimberly Elise is someone that and, and Dean Kane are mm-hmm. people that say yes to you, you don't say yes okay. to them. So, I was fortunate that when they came. Uh, to the show they brought What they bring which is this like Level of professionalism they're cool They're not like I need this at this time mm-hmm. and Blah 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 like because I have a bunch of younger people on the show mm-hmm. Who I'm first, like they th- could first time, too. Some, some first timers mm-hmm. and I was like I Thank god I have these people at the top examples. That, Right because yeah. people pay attention Because mm-hmm. we you know you're, you There's easily someone around who you could be like Oh this is what she does and she gets it and people mm-hmm. say okay But no on this show the people at the top Who are the ones that you look at and look after are the ones who are you know kind of they set their coolest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. So because I can't be around all the time, you know, in the makeup trailer. But when they're right. there, you know, no one's going right. to be acting up with Miss mm-hmm. Kimberly at least nearby. No one's going to be like, right. I didn't get my tea; wasn't warm to the right temperature. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> don't, don't show your butt like that, right? Don't really be like, girl, sit down. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shouldn't even have to. Yeah, just yeah. A she's look. just got a present look. Yeah. she has that black presence. mama look. Come on, I love Kim. <laughs> yeah, so.
3: You know? No, that was good. I, no, seeing, that's I like seeing that's those up. two together.
2: Um, the last thing I want to talk about is so now you're directing. Now I'm directing, yes. I started directing at the end of season two, mm-hmm. and I, uh, I direct in season three as well. How did you. Make that transition. I know you're on the set all the time, so
1: you get to watch it and see it, mm-hmm. and learn and grow. You're basically shadowing them all the time anyway. Yeah, it's mm.
2: it's a weird little film school mm-hmm. in, a where, mm-hmm. in a way. In a way, like, yeah. uh, you know, I would love to say that I'm one of those people that was like directing when I came out of the womb. I thought I can't wait to direct. <laughs> yeah, right. that was, God bless you, because I'm that be wasn't the next me.
4: Spielberg. Right. that wasn't me.
2: That wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I always wanted the 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 safety. And kind of like the hidden behind the laptop screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very, you know, inward as a kid. Like I mm-hmm. have my little, you know, worlds in my mind. I was never, you know, in order to be a director, you you have to be such an alpha. You have to right. be right in front of everything. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Decisions on the quick.
2: Uh, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you have to really know your shit. And so for that reason, I was like, you know, I, there's other people perhaps who blah, blah, blah. We were probably two or three episodes in and the first person – and it was Kimberly, Elise. Mm-hmm. She was like, "When are you gonna direct?" And I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" I mean, <laughs> and she was like, "You'd be a... Per- are you kidding? You'd be a perfect director." And I was like, mm-hmm. "You know, I'm thinking she's so nice. Thank yeah, you, right?" Yeah. And then she's actually trying to keep a job, <laughs> right, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, and then, she you don't work, right? And yeah. then, and then more people started to say to me, like, you know, you need to direct you yes. because because when I'm on set, I'm 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 very keyed into as I have to be the characters mm-hmm. and what they're saying, what they're doing, and there's just there's there's some vibe of what I do that apparently lends mm-hmm. itself to that in some. Way, um, and so, but the people who started to say it to me more were the people who would be financially responsible mm-hmm. for it if I fucked up. So it would be like <laughs> the AD who mm-hmm. you know yeah. would say it, or the or the direct, or the DP. If mm-hmm. a DP says you should direct, really? you're like, okay, then, you don't yeah, think I'm gonna yeah. Yeah. that's legitimate, right? Because yeah, they can help you, they can guide you, they, they can help it. you, and yeah. they can also and you can also hurt them. So yeah. it's sure. like um, and the, they you know, wouldn't the say
3: that to you if they didn't mean it, right? And so it, if they thought you were bad, that's that ruins their yeah, life. Yes,
2: and so I and so basically what wound know? up happening was we had to pick up a few scenes after season 1 was wrapped and it was just going to be a few hours of work on a, you know a, a, on a day where we had to grab some stuff mm-hmm. and um and so I wound up I was like okay well that's kind of like a if i yeah. fuck up like it's a day like whatever and i wound up doing it and i wound up having so much fun and mm-hmm. everyone wound up really enjoying it and so when the second season rolled around uh, i had already you know a lot about the show has sort of lent itself to learning for me that has mm-hmm. i think is is unusual and i'm very grateful for it i think the fact that everything was written in advance and you know filmed kind of a little bit after that and then post after that it allowed me as a first time showrunner to get into Understanding everything without the everything avalanche coming at me all at once, and the fact that it's on a VH1 and I have a, like a million network people who are freaking out on me. And, like, it all just kind of happened in such a way that having never come through a room, now I'm show running and having never directed, I'm kind of in a you know, I had a day to kind of pra- you know, what I mean, <laughs> to kind of practice. Um, and so in season two, I, I basically, you know, said I would like to direct the last two episodes, the network was like, great. And I said, oh, okay, well, shit, um, that went easier than I thought. I was right. to, like, I mean, battle. but they always I, say
1: that you should wait a little bit it's season two, season three. Before you say right. season gonna, you three, know. might
2: have been a little soon. But for whatever, I don't want to say for whatever reason, because I do think that I bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. But VH1 has has never not been one hundred percent supportive of me. And and there was <laughs> hello, plenty, they let him show
1: run his fucking show.
2: Well, exactly. And there was, <laughs> there was plenty of opportunity for them to go. Er, I don't know about this, or er, I don't mm-hmm. know about that. Um, and so they, they they knew that there were people around who could support me if I needed the help or whatever. And the actors were super into mm-hmm. it, right. and the crew was super into it, and those were the the days that went the easiest, we finished the soonest because I was able to go right. in there and go, mm-hmm. I need you to, you know. And I have this weird language because we're all friendly right. now, and because right. we're I have this very strange language with each of the actors. So I can go, I need you to just kind of with a little. You know what I mean? Like something. <laughs> so and, I want to you learn that right. from. <laughs> oh, right, exactly. And so mm-hmm. then I had the, uh, and by the time I was like, then it would be like two takes, and we'd be done. And so right, we'd be in right. the, in you know, hair and makeup would be pissed mm-hmm. at me. They're like, we got wrapped we early all day getting <laughs> these girls ready. Right. Well, it'd be, right. no, but they were they were well, no, they were mad because they were like, I didn't get any overtime this block. You. I'm oh. so mad. But your line producer loves oh, you, though. Oh no, but they was high fiving and so anyway, so once and then and actually the first episode that I directed, not the first, but the first block that I directed in season two. We had, it was the day it was the, it was the final two episodes of the season We had over a hundred setups I don't know, why. I was like, if I'm going to do it, jump right in But it was, because it was a lot setups. of basketball And a lot of oh, dancing get you. And it was like the whole final game of the season And then mm-hmm. the dancers, is this whole thing And then it was also, in that block We also had a, the arrest of Oscar Kincaid Where mm-hmm. every single character is in this tunnel So it was all this crazy shit Anyway, and so I did it again in season three And just to add on to the heap of Stuff that I had to do. I also, for some reason, opted to act in the finale. So not not just a little role, the guest star role. Well, it was no, it was trust me, it was a little role. I don't want anyone showing up thinking they're going to get like Sophie having to make her choice. That wasn't my role. Um, But uh, but it was fun to do. But those credits are going to be a nightmare. It's like really? written by, directed by, created, uh, produced, starring, and yeah, I yeah, know. I did put my name in front of Kimberly's. So that's <laughs> <can you> imagine <laughs> Starring James Larosa, also starring uh, Dean Kane. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, so it's with, with yes. yeah. That's what, the one they love. Like. Well, I think I think Dean actually is. He is with. He is with. Yeah, he yeah, is yeah. with. Um, and so uh, his choice. Um. And so, I love it. Just say "with" for him. It's, it's more
1: wit, powerful than "and." Yeah. So it's a good one. Yeah.
2: The, the 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 wording, but um, and it's it was it was something that I I, I just continue to say, and the same thing as show running, and the same mm-hmm. thing as running a room, the same thing of whatever. Well, let's talk about running a room really quick. Yeah. Well, well I, I would just a, finish this sorry, sentence. Just say. On, it sorry. just happened to be something that I uh, that I was able to do. Okay.
3: I was going to ask how big your room is. Oh, how my it's, writers. It's,
2: it's basically as big as the room we're in now. It's, <laughs> I have um, <clears throat> this in season three, is a luxury <clears throat> in that I had uh, one, two, three, four, four people besides myself. Wow. In my first season, it was four people with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's tight. I mean, That's, it's t- anywhere between 10 and 12 episodes, mm-hmm. um, but I'm very, very involved. How many weeks were you guys in? Oh, God. Um, a bunch of months. I don't know. You're saying how many... How much yeah, like are, how many months are you guys in, yeah, in the room? Or? like I forget. Okay. I'm so bad mm-hmm, with that. Curious. But um, Because but they're all different. Just curious. Mm-hmm. What yeah, team. yeah, yeah. No, it's... I mean, we're, we have a very tight schedule across mm-hmm. the board in the writer's room and on production and, and, mm-hmm. and in post. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of... Like you say, making you know decisions on the quick. I mean, it's like you better make damn sure you get that scene mm-hmm. before the end of the day and you better damn I'll make sure that script has been published by whatever, mm-hmm. so... Right. But that's why I have to be really on top of... You know everything, mm-hmm. but fortunately, I love the show, so it's not not difficult for me not to phone chore it in. a for you. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I've got to be in the room today. Uh, you know. Right? No, I'm like, how yeah. do I? How am I? How can I be in three places at once? And then I try and figure <laughs> it out. And, yeah. and the crew actually will okay. do the best they can to see if there's a way for me to be like, if you have this production meeting while you're auditioning this actress, while at the same time you're choosing <laughs> the song. <laughs> that's
3: show running. That's that's, that's real. The job.
2: That's real. Yes. So, but you were going to say something. oh, I was just asking like how do you run
1: your room like oh, what do you, uh, how do I, you staff you know I like staff
2: that. by I read original material, I mm-hmm. do original one hours i I am a bitch about not reading anyone's uh short stories or mm-hmm. their um sitcoms or mm-hmm. their like because I, I, I
3: don't think that's being <clears> a bitch i don't I don't I just I like say saying that. I'm a bitch, though. Okay. But that's, but that, then that's, your
4: time you're a, I'm a monster. Thing. You only have so much time, so you right. want to
3: read the stuff you want
4: to yeah. read.
2: Well, yeah, and I think that you know, I, uh, for me, a poem doesn't tell me how you can handle you know, Lionel <laughs> right. being a total yes. you know monster in this mm-hmm. moment or whatever. So, but I like reading original stuff. I like reading when it's really super twisted and weird and mm-hmm. you know what have you. I don't need you to send me your dance script because mm-hmm. I'm going. What are you telling me? You're just telling me that because there's dance in it, I'm going to mm-hmm. hire you. Mm-hmm. It's not like the characters go around saying pirouette all day, right? Um, um and so I meet with people and in the same way that it's casting, I just go, do I like them? Do I want to spend time with them? Like what that what's that feeling about? Do they mm-hmm. get the show? Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's funny when I because I again I hate to keep going back to the same point, but because I did not come through a writing room, I don't have I'm not jaded by the politics of, you know, the clicking of people mm-hmm. and you answer that person and this person. I would when I meet with people, I go. I, I don't like Seeing people bullied I don't like Seeing mm-hmm. whatever So if this person Has an idea Like you listen mm-hmm. to them I listen to them mm-hmm. I don't shut them down I listen to hear You know whatever And neither do you Whatever whatever So it's a small room And everyone It's really laughy And jokey mm-hmm. <clears throat> And um and they I, 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 I had somebody When I interviewed them for a job, they cried because I ex- explained to them how it worked. And they had, they had, well, some... you are a bitch. I, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for saying that. I appreciate that. No, but they, they had just come off a show where they, the show was run by two showrunners who were on opposite sides of the country and were at war with each other, oh, and they were having to satisfy oh, both of them, and they were like, like their life was torn essentially apart. ruined. yeah. Mm-hmm. Torn apart. So when I was saying things like when someone speaks, other people listen. She, this woman like broke into tears and she's like, no, I just i am embarrassed. Don't look at me. And I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is out there in the world? That's crazy. It's There's out some there.
3: Tyrants. It's out there and it's real.
2: I'm scared. <laughs> I'll hit the floor forever. Knows. I hope I never, I hope this, I'm going to have like Asha and Yelena 10 dancing seasons, with walkers. Six seasons in <laughs> <and> a movie. <laughs> oh. yeah, <laughs> Damn. <That is> <laughs> um, but yeah.
4: Okay.
1: Well, cool. Well, thank you so much, James. This was a great episode. That's it? What, what else you want to tell us?
3: Hmm. What have what's, we not asked you? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? What's on
2: my mind? I got nothing on my mind. <laughs> you guys are absolutely a delight and a pleasure. Aww, thank thank you. you. I'm so glad she broke her ankle, just like you said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Feel better, Lisa. <laughs> I'm she sick. faking it. Ain't I,
3: nothing wrong. her. Yeah. she
1: out there surfing now in the Team rain?
3: Team cap, Lisa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. But it well, a pleasure. You so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate we it. We had a very
3: good time.
2: We did. Some congrats
1: on the show. Yeah. It's awesome. I think it's awesome, I really do. Um, so, um, let me let me all right, let me go just first, okay, for a quick sec. Okay, here we go. I love the fact that you are a white male. Let's just say it for the three people who don't know your wife. Okay,
4: white.
1: fine. <laughs> 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 that you wrote this show with like a Kimberly Elise on the fuck in the lead role. You know? Yeah.
3: I, that I, is yeah. awesome. Because I turned on to see Dean Kane, and then I was like, oh, she's on this show? I was uh-huh. like, wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. The pretty little curly hair. I see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. <laughs> <Well,
3: laughs> also like, I mean, I mean, I remember VH1 was big hair bands and, mm-hmm. you know, doing that adult contemporary videos type thing. Mm-hmm. And to see them just sort of segue, find a niche for themselves. Yes. Like, we're doing other dramatic content that features people of color and, uh, or of all backgrounds.
2: Amazing. It, it's I I like that that our show can say that. It bums me out that that's the case. I have no. to be honest. I have conversations about <clears throat> the diversity factor and gay and lesbian factor mm-hmm. and and female. It's I, I think it's. I think it's, it It makes me feel good that I'm not fucking up, but it makes me, it's a bummer that it's a conversation right. that like, right. I, that you'd have to be, right. you know, Cassie Lemons to do a show with Kimberly Lees. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, then, or Shonda with, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Carrie Washington. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. you're not, then like, you have, mm-hmm. and I will say that I do really feel like <clears throat> it, it, for shows that are not embracing that kind of a. Um, Tell them. <laughs> There's there are, I have cracks at certain actors that I feel shocked that I even have the opportunity to cast mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. It, I'm just like uh, like Lynn Whitfield comes on the show mm-hmm. and she kills, mm-hmm. it I'm like, God bless you, but mm-hmm. I should have no access to, to Lynn Whitfield. <laughs> like she should be having her own show somewhere. She
3: should be on the nighttime yes. Falcon Crest. She over- should be oh, on, yeah. you know, or, yeah.
2: or, or 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 killing some movie and mm-hmm. whatever. And the fact and the fact that she came in and mm-hmm. we talked about her part and whatever, whatever. I'm like, I feel very fortunate. But it's that's across the board. I feel really fortunate that the fact that I have Kimberly on my show. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't go. Oh. You know it's so wonderful that I'm doing this thing and that I'm doing some favor i mean kimberly I should not have access to Kimberly at mm-hmm. least because she's so amazing. Mm-hmm. no one should have access to her because she should she should have like seven things lined mm-hmm. up and you're just like hoping the eighth thing could maybe be yours <laughs> so you know i so on the one hand I benefit from it on the other hand i just it it does kind of bum me out that yeah. um that it's i guess what i where I was going with that was just trying to acknowledge the fact I also that, can't take a compliment
1: f y i okay but you live in today. Yeah. You know, like you said, you you went to a school where, you know, you were the only pretty much the only white kid there. So you remember that. You know, you live in L.A. where you see people like myself and Linnell every day. So you remember that when you write. You're yeah. like, these are
3: the people that I see. You know what it's like to be an other because yes. you've had that experience. And I feel like there are a lot of white males running around in this town who, have, who can't grasp what it's like to be the other in yeah. the room. They don't, they don't go past LaBrette.
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? They don't go east. I, I do wonder... Um, I, I do wonder. I think, yeah, you could say. Certainly, it's a it's a white man's town. But I also feel like having not worked for a while in mm-hmm. this big mega way. You know, I, like I said, I would scrape through whatever. Sure. I think that the the idea of trying to placate a town and sell something and what's going to sell. I think makes people take all the edge and all the interest off what they're doing. So you may have white male writers who Mm -hmm. want to, you know, have a show, you know, with Alfre Woodard and it's amazing, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. But they may go, let me censor myself because, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously it's gonna, you know, it's Megan Fox or Mm -hmm. nobody, and Mm -hmm. you know, it's but so instead of Megan Good,
4: it's (laughs) well, I mean, it's it's
2: just it's it's like kind of systemic and kind of a little gross. But Mm -hmm. I'm hopeful that. I do love, 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 um what Shonda does mm-hmm. um Shonda rhymes, I think it's great that and I love the fact and I remember her doing an interview when she was doing Grey's Anatomy see how I make you guys not leave me I'm totally dragging this <laughs> one right, but when she was doing her she was doing an interview about Grey's Anatomy and she's like "We don't. it's not a show about race like we mm-hmm. don't sit there and go mm-hmm. oh you know Korean doctor or, mm-hmm. while talking right. to whatever or you don't understand my struggles as a black woman mm-hmm. like that doesn't yeah. happen yeah. on the yeah. show yeah. it's kind of like these two women are friends mm-hmm. this is a surgeon who like fucked up the surgery and someone's
3: and, dying right. fix it yeah. Yeah. right and it's yeah. just
2: it's just it, it is like you said it's it's reality and mm-hmm. it's 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 weird. I
1: don't feel like you really bring it up every either. It's no, just just
2: never up it is
3: what yeah. it is. It,
2: it exists. Is, yeah. in a, and that's not to say that you can't have something no, no. about that, sure. but that's just not what the show happens to be about. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, hopefully with shows like Empire and How to Get Away with Murder and, and other shows that um, uh, continue to come on mm-hmm. um, will continue making the world look like a that you can watch television and go, Agreed. I see me. I see me. There I am. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, yeah. that's a good place to end it. It
1: is. <laughs> Thanks so much, James. We appreciate it. James LaRosa, you guys, you rocked it. Thank that's you so up.
2: much. I appreciate it. And thank you for the starburst I'm about to eat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so um, can people follow you on Twitter or they Instagram can. or anything like uh,
2: that? Uh, yep. They can do at James LaRosa. Um, that's Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they can watch Hit the Floor on yeah. Wednesday. You guys all tweet 10 p.m. during the show. We're mess. Yeah, we we <laughs> all tweet everybody. We retweet everybody. We tweet at mm-hmm. each other. That's you get good. all behind the scenes stuff. And and now I've learned. You know, we were on at a different time, and now I've learned that because. We air at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. and they have another one that airs in the East Coast at 1 a.m. I can uh, I can live tweet both coasts at oh the really? same time. It's just a weird thing. So now I have like this sort of yeah. We're, we're all night. He's long. a Twitter head now. Yeah. Look at it. We're all night long. <laughs> the whole cast. Yeah, we got to support our baby. All right,
1: thank you. you. Lisa go. Linnell, where you at? I'm not Lisa. I, just I know was about almost to call me about Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> it's just a habit. But we're engaged. Two years we've been doing it. That's all.
3: In a bitter <laughs> feud. Okay. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Lynnell White, so that's L Y N E L L E W H I T E. That's what's that's that? That's it. Hit me up. Oh, and I'm still doing my write every day, work out every day. I've been my New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. We're still we're still going strong, so it's happening. I love
1: it. I love it. She got this new thing she's doing. She's yeah. just trying to kill it right now. Yeah. But take care of yourself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the writing Good luck with that. <laughs> sometimes
3: you sometimes you miss the writing every day thing. You know, like oh, but I have the New Year's resolution, write every day. I love it. And work out every day. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Well the workout every
2: day is cause I'm going to the Oscars.
3: So That's I'm trying right. to be felt.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, It just yeah. got real frosty on this side of the <laughs> table. <laughs> James like, I might go. Don't fall on the treadmill. They asked me to go, but I don't know. <laughs> no. he, pulled, he, pulled, he pulled the same thing I pulled on Lisa. <laughs>
3: Feel better soon. I'll fall on the treadmill. Let's see how it is.
1: And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. <laughs> and you guys can find me on Twitter. I say twitter like i 'm cool like that <laughs> on Twitter at Hilliard guess you guys can follow the show screenwriters rr on Twitter um, also, if you have any questions for screenwriters rentroom at gmail.com uh, a big, big shout out to some of the countries you know we're all over the world right now, eighty countries eighty countries. two countries as a matter of fact. Ooh. Yeah, it's crazy. That's, so let me that's just shout like out Oprah Syndication. Okay, look, where are my money, bitch. Um, <laughs> and so quick, just shout out to some of you big countries that are like following us, like London, a lot of countries.
3: Yeah, <laughs> the UK, yeah. y'all
1: motherfuckers, <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. They're the numbers are just growing like crazy over there. Australia, France, South Africa, um, Italy, um, Brazil, which is another big one, and Canada. Big shout out to all you guys. You guys rock. We love that. Um, so please do us a favor, go on iTunes, give us a five-star review because we need that for the metrics. We're trying to get into that top 10 this time. At least top something. Top 150, top 900 shit,
2: something. Then <laughs> someone should have taken off their shirt because you know, sex sells. You know what I'm
3: saying? Then you need Linel. a camera. You need a cam- No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Go ahead and flash them, girl. It's not happening. Oh, she, she did it. She she did. it. She she did. Did. not happening. Look, she did it. Thanks,
2: lanelle <laughs> 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 I have that rumor out oh, yeah. there that I was topless on the podcast. Oh, my goodness. That'd be a good name. Excuse pop, me then. while I whip it out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, y'all know what y'all going to do on the Rant Room. So, join in with us at 2016 instead of 100.
2: Yes. Thank We're you. Th- thank you.
1: So, you guys know how we do it on the Rant Room, on the show. <laughs> we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. And we keep it what? Join in with me. 2016. Peace, y'all. I'm
0: going to say what I feel. Welcome to the Red ruin, ruin.